I'd like to return these for a refund. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, a refund. Looks like we're getting a refund. I'd like to collect a refund. And I'd like to speak to someone about a refund. Perhaps a refund. No refunds. And now I'd like a refund. No, then I'd have to give out refunds. I'd like a refund. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the I'd Like a Refund podcast. But this is a little bit different of a situation that we have here ahead of us because you are now entering into I'd Like a Refund 2.0 or Phase 2 as some of us have dubbed it here within the show. I am, of course, still your host, Ryan here. And joining me for this new rendition of the show, we have Cameron. Cameron, welcome. Yep. That's me. Thank you so much for having me, inviting me back for Refund 2.0. You know, there there was a time there where you guys were talking about possibly not inviting me back. So the, the fact that you did honestly means a lot to me. That's true. That is a fact. We did discuss it. Uh, the person I discussed that possibility with is also <laughs> back with us here. It's Joel. Joel, how are you today? I only came back because I was told Cameron wasn't coming back. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> um, so this is I'm really sorry. We have a problem now. Um... I guess it's fine. We can see how this works, right. but we'll try it for a week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, guys, it's good to see you again. We haven't uh, actually seen each other since we recorded our last episode. Uh, so it's been about a month. How's everybody doing? What have you been up to? Oh, I wonder whose fault that is. Um, I've been. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. Stuck. Wait, hold on. Whose fault is that? <laughs> oh, I mean, maybe the guy who left the state. I was only gone for like a week a week too much cameron and i we're like hey should we hang out uh no you know what if we hang out without ryan you know how he gets that's okay yeah. see, we did her, we did say so. that yeah see, that's just a straight up lie because nothing would ever stop you two from hanging out without me so um that's true yeah so don't don't try and bring that we're supposed to be good vibes here it's the new era of the show and you're just coming in very negative already <laughs> like i'm just trying to just trying to get this thing started and already we've got some toxicity some uh dissent amongst ranks here uh i think we should quell that a little bit i mean i saw that documentary and i mean i i, I can leave it at that <laughs> oh right that uh documentaries are good especially the one that uh that film crew came in and did for us like, i don't know if I, yeah that was i don't know if any of you listeners out there have seen that yet um we had a specialty film crew come in and just ask us a bunch of questions about the history and the future of I'd like a refund. So um, if you're a little, they did a really good job with that. If you're listening to this episode and you get to the end, you'll be like, wow, that was really different. Why was everything so different? That means you probably didn't watch the video. So go check that video out before you come back to this show and you'll, uh, you'll know exactly what we got going on here now. I was really taken aback by Cameron saying that I brought some of the humor when he's probably the least funny person on this show. Just on, just on the show. I didn't want to take it. (laughs) beyond that uh they want to hurt his feelings too much but do you have a response to that you just got called out no i don't i mean he said i don't bring anything to the table in that interview so that's true yeah i said you brought the initial idea then you said but you we turned it into your idea that's what you said well, I mean, yeah. You were basically and like you were basically uh you and Joel are like, "Oh, we're like the slam dunk combo but like you didn't know what an alley-oop was so you said it in a weird way <laughs> yeah he said something like 
but you're like he's the, the yeah, I'm, yeah i'm the dunk guy he's the slam guy or something like that and i was like i mean i know what he's saying but um i mean can we really blame him for not really being up in his sports jargon this guy's a broncos and rockies fan well okay first off he forces us to talk about the broncos every week and then in week 18 that's let's not be fair true. let's be fair I, don't, I wouldn't even say he forces us to talk about the broncos i would say more he forces us to read his texts about the Broncos. That's, I just say, man, just the Broncos suck every you week. That's that, how it is. You just sent a random video of Russell Wilson completing a pass. That like, a normal, yeah. a normal pass. You're like, that was for the record. That was not like, a, God. that was a really good play. That no, was a really no, good. What play. about it was really good. What about um, that play was really good. He dodged tackles around the pocket to the ball <laughs> while on the only run. Part of that play off that of his was back foot. Somewhat like something to give him credit for was, getting out of the pocket and then he throws under absolutely zero pressure mm -hmm. to, yeah because he evaded pressure to th evaded pressure there was no one even close to him it's not like he was like running away right he didn't break any tackles and then he throws he throws to jerry judy who's under double coverage where both of the guys on him, him are like they're well 15 behind feet him. behind him yeah yeah, I, I just it, the fact that you sent it like immediately after the packers got eliminated also just was a tough look like that was really bad like, you can't, he's well, like, Broncos got eliminated a like, while ago. Let, so. let Russ Cook sends us a, an average <laughs> play after my team just fought for a playoff spot. Yeah, after the Packers. That was that was fighting. Oh man, yeah. that was fighting. We only lost by what was it like? Yeah, that was a close points? game. Yeah, that was a really <laughs> close I, game. I, he's just I I feel bad for the the Lions because they played a hell of a second uh, half of the season. Uh, and then are just going to be Joel, yeah, on the Joel, the Joel, do you also feel bad for the Lions? Um, let me say this. <laughs> I, I think I might have tweeted this. This was a very kind of frustrating playoff situation for us because after the Seahawks traded Russ, I was like, I hope Geno Smith goes off and the Seahawks get into the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I also, at the beginning of the season, was like, you know what? Good for the Lions. Yeah. Look at him go. I love Jamal Williams. Like, maybe this will be a better season for them. And then yeah. the situation comes down to we have to beat the Lions mm -hmm. to keep the Seahawks out of the playoffs. Yeah. It, the Seahawks and Lions teamed up were like the Seahawks were the slam man and the yeah. Lions were the dunk man. We're the dunk guy. <laughs> Just yeah, knocking no, it was, uh, it was not a good situation for, uh, for me. I'll tell you what, so. though. Um, if we had taken a what? poll at the beginning of the football season and had to pick, hey, which of our three teams are definitely going to miss the playoffs, it would have been mine. And here we are. So yeah, you know, yeah. I'm looking forward. You know to what? Us. Props to you. Yeah. I'm, I yeah. mean, I didn't do anything, but I'm happy to be along for the ride. Um, you know, you know, what's funny is the fact that the the Jets start out with like the same record as you. It is. Yeah. And both and... both teams kind of cratered around the same time, and the Giants got out of it, and the Jets didn't. Yeah, Daniel Jones decided to turn it on last game. Well, it, He's like, "All right." Yeah. That, I mean, our entire offense is the run game between Saquon, Saquon, and uh, and Danny. Like, it's just running. Um, I like Saquon. Saquon, yeah, that works too. Uh, I mean, you know, we can call him whatever. Like, he's gonna. He's going to make bank, hopefully, in the offseason. Um, so, good for Saquon. I'm happy for him after all of his injuries. Um, yeah. And, uh, Ryan. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead, please. No, I'm <laughs> taking it to a completely different thing. Oh, I was just going to say, I hope we beat the absolute piss out of the Vikings. I think we can all agree on that. Oh, we'll absolutely. See. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, uh, please continue with your thought. I'm ready. So, 
did you get a completely new desk to go along with your like podcasting arm or did you just get the arm no i did a complete redo of my setup here i have a standing desk now um and it kind of stands up in layers like it's split in half in the middle mm. and you can lower like an onion yeah and like, an ogre like an onion yeah and you can split split it in a part where like there's a lower level where like my laptop sits and like i have just some random stuff there and then like my ring light is on the top part my uh podcasting arm or uh, mic arm is up here on the top part as well it just felt like it was time for an upgrade um between work stuff and this new era for the show i just wanted to be uh fully decked out for this new uh this new format yeah. and i think it's working out pretty good so far uh, we'll see how i feel when we get to our first like two and a half hour episode and i'm just standing here the whole time well what i that's what i say what i think is really funny about this is i i was like he's definitely standing up mm -hmm. right now <laughs> like i can see just the way you're moving your arms around i was like this man's not sitting no <laughs> um i mean i wasn't able to stand up for basically like two straight months so i'm gonna take all the standing that i can there get at go. this point why not um there is a, f a thing you could do here where you like tilt the the front part down and mm -hmm. like just bring it like it like at an angle so like mm -hmm. the, you're looking up at mm -hmm. the screen now so i could sit and do that too but for nice. the first one we'll uh we'll be standing here so uh but this should be a fun episode to get the first one out and test uh test out my new setup i'm i'm excited um speaking of new setups i know his cameron's not using his new he, microphone he did always. bring it up i he, had this conversation yeah, you brought it up Ryan while you were getting your uh you got while here. you were getting set up i have an xlr I was cable gonna say, are, you, are you gonna elaborate on the conversation so, <laughs> we just leave it at that yeah, it's like, <laughs> so i have to i had to get an xlr and then an xlr usb thing so uh yeah i got some stuff i gotta get yeah well it's i mean the mic's gonna work out really good once you get it going so mm-hmm yeah um how was uh not that this one hasn't this one has served you well it's yeah it's worked yeah this one's been this made it through so over cool. two years of podcasting with that mic so I'd isn't say that crazy like that's the thing that keeps blowing my mind the most is like it still feels like this is gonna sound so like like cheesy or whatever but like it still feels like we just started the show like it does yeah. not feel like yeah. we've been doing it for two years i would agree i, I think it's because of the pandemic uh and the yeah, fact I think that so time has been is absolutely <laughs> but like i i realized today that i moved to los angeles in 2019 which will be four years this year mm -hmm. which is crazy because it was like that's the whole time that you know you go to undergrad yeah it's like damn i did a whole under a whole other undergrad and uh Let's say, grand, I wasn't in Los Angeles for all of it, but I still moved here. And it felt like literally it was just, you know, a couple months ago. So. Yep. No, yeah. time's time's flying by. Yeah, wait, I know. mean, we met each other four years ago. Well, you guys, unfortunately, no, you guys met before you met me. So uh, that's true. I mean, it was still four well, yeah, years only ago, by a couple months. Uh, I liked how you turn you try to do it like a nice like look back on the show and Cameron immediately turned it into about himself. I, turned, pick, I talked about us. Just picking things back up where we, <laughs> yeah, where we left off. Right back to how it all started. I saw the video. I know how he truly feels. So, Yeah, um, yeah. So, guys. Uh, Cam uh, Cameron talked in that video like like he was the brainchild of this operation. It's true. I know. When it's like 60% Ryan, 40% me, and 0% Cameron. No, Cameron gets a couple percentages because technically he came up with the name. I was gonna say one percent yeah. for telling us the name two days after he told us he liked the also other name. Also <laughs> true, yes. No, he um he did a bad job on that one, but he did come up with the name, so he gets a couple. He can have some of my percentage points for that. I'm happy to do that. 
Um, well, and but Joel should also get extra percentage points for introducing us to King's Row, which is where I pitched the idea. So you should get some oh. extra points for that as well. Um, so I'd like to consider it like a uh, like a fifty-five, forty-five, five kind of thing. Um, mm. Wait, no, it'd be forty-five. Uh, now I gotta do math on the episode. Yeah, no, now yeah, yeah. you did mess it's that 50, up. 45, no, 50. No, it's forty-five fifty. Yeah, no, it's forty-five No, fifty forty-five five. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, yeah. 50, well, yeah. We said the same. Yeah, yeah. that's what we said. Yeah, right. so it's fi- so for all you <laughs> for tomatoes. all of you listening at home, it's fifty, forty-five, and five. Those are the winning Powerball numbers. Um, guys, we haven't seen each other. It's actually the Mega Millions. Okay. It's not the I'm Powerball. I'm never gonna get to this next point. <laughs> I, um, I, I got to buy my Mega Millions tickets for the next one. When is a when is the next drawing for that? Friday. Friday. How much is it this time? One point uh, three five billion. That's not true. Some billion. Is it yeah. really? It is true. Oh, shit, that that, yeah, go, that went like up so point, fast. It was what one point one this last one. Well, somebody. Yeah, it's it, it's because the more people that buy, that money goes into it. So the higher it gets, Ryan's like ah yes, I understand that the California. Well, he said it went up so fast. Well, I'm, I'm like, like, well, because somebody just won back in what November or something like that. That was Powerball. That was the Powerball. Oh, okay. All right. That that makes. That sense. was the last one that you were. Yeah. All right. Get your lotteries right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't play the lottery. Um, I apologize to all of the lottery people out there. Well, um, as Jake Gyllenhaal once said, you can't win the lottery if you don't buy a ticket. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that tracks. He said yeah. that. Um, guys, you know what has happened since the last time we've seen each other? Um, Christmas. <laughs> you started standing up more. Christmas happened. It looks like a guard. You know, he's are you yeah. talking to somebody else off <laughs> off show? So goddamn in the rude. middle of show. This disrespectful. So, Ryan's just, been trying to like get a... to this. Ryan's been trying to get to this point for God knows how long. And I'll admit, I've also interrupted him. Yeah, but then he yeah. finally gets going, and you talk to somebody else that's well, not on I the show. I just thought this was funny, and then you guys would make fun of me. So, oh, it looks God. like an English guard. You know, like the guys with like. The guns. What does you have that on? Like what Buckingham is, Palace. Is that a, it's like a yeah, deodorant like, stick? Yeah, it's a mini deodorant. It's, it's a mini oh thing God. of swagger by <laughs> Old Spice. Yeah. Okay. Um, Ryan, please continue. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, I was saying. Ryan, I know you've been trying to get the point <laughs> across, so please continue. Yeah, I will, uh, I'll get there eventually. Um, so we recorded that last episode. What was it? Like this, like mid-December, right? Yeah. Um, Christmas has happened since then. You know? Ah. Uh, and uh, yeah, not just not just our Christmas, not just any Christmas, yeah. <laughs> not, yeah. uh, not even just including our Christmas that the three of us had together. The holiday itself. But Hanukkah? Sure it no. Uh, um, and Kwanzaa? Kwanzaa? Okay, no. I just meant uh, Lunar New and Year. Three Kings Day? What's Three Kings Day? Boxing It's a Catholic thing. Oh, I should know that. Um, yeah, like eat a, your little cake and find the baby. It's a, how, it's a oh, I Catholic thought that was uh, Fat Tuesday was that. That too. It's a yeah. Catholic and Puerto Rican thing. What a combo! Yeah, I found that out because heavy of the crossover. <laughs> it's the crossover we've all wanted: Catholicism in Puerto Rico. Uh, yeah, um, he's not Puerto Rican. <laughs> Is that a problem? I was going to ask. In fact, I am <laughs> going to ask. Ryan's like, uh, for Christmas, guys, what is the coolest gift that you got this year? Hmm. Uh, can I go? Anybody? Yeah, can go, go ahead. Yeah. I got this Lola bunny. That's really cool. <laughs> is it the blow up doll Joelle? one? <laughs> Wait, no. You, oh, you have it right there. Yeah. Wait, why is there a hole in it? 
it's a pretty small hole. Uh, very small hole, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, this is the best. This is the best one. Um, no, in all seriousness, I got a couple of cool things. Uh, I got to spend time with my family. That was the best part. You did, and then you got stuck. Um, and then I got stuck and got to spend some more time with my family. I'm sure they were happy to have you. So. Yeah, yeah, no, they were they were happy about that. Um, and you didn't get fired, which you were worried about. I didn't get fired, which I was worried about. Exactly. That would have been so sick. <laughs> it's like, what, a, what a story. Honestly, you could, have take, you could have taken that to the news, and we could have made a short film just about that. That's true. We still could. Um, I, I was happy. There are two things I was really happy about. One of them was God of War Ragnarok. Um because I'm really, I really, I'm really enjoying that game. And the other one is my sister got me a very nice jacket. Um, and the issue with living in California is that you, it's very rare that you get to wear jackets. But uh, the weather's really come in clutch the last few weeks. Mm, yeah. Um, you know, they really, mm. it really, yeah, it really said, hey, make sure you wear that jacket. So, um, the, I think those are kind of the top two. It's so yes. interesting that you guys are so opposite. I know where you're going with like this, she, yeah. Like, she gets you outer garments, and you get her undergarments. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I got her a sweater as well. Oh, okay. Um, I got her a Taylor Swift sweater. Taylor Swift? She liked like, it. A Taylor Swift game-worn sweater? <laughs> it was a, it's, a card, it's a cardigan. Oh, so it could be game-worn, then. She did a whole album yeah. about cardigans. Well, she had a song about it, oh. so, you know. Oh, okay. Um... It was the Talk cardigan like from the music video. Tennessee. Before uh, Joel, before you answer, I want to follow up with something with Cameron. Uh, you were working out in this weather that we've had out here, right? For those of you that don't he live out here yeah. in out. L.A., um, it has rained in like a like a hurricane style rains out here for, <laughs> yeah. for a couple of days. Did you have to work outside and all that? Yeah, so I've given I've given tours in the rain, uh, and then on Tuesday, or no, it wasn't Tuesday. It was Monday. That was uh, when we had the really really bad rain. Right. Um, I was really excited because uh, my first tour, you know, we did, there weren't too many people who came on Monday. Uh, and so the first tour, I didn't have anyone on my cart. And so, you know, typically they just push you down and you can go to the next time slot. And they said, uh, they said, hey, Cameron, we're actually going to take you off of tours uh, and we're going to have you do valet. And valet is when oh, um, no. <laughs> oh. valet is when there's not enough um, room for carts um you know at like a certain stage and the, you know we have if we only have one stage a lot of carts are going to be going there yeah. um that you go and you help move carts around that way people can get into the stage you basically and, you, know, you take their cart they basically park their cart wherever to let the people out and go do their thing and then you take mm -hmm. the cart and park it for them right yep exactly so uh, which means that which means that whatever location you were standing at you were just standing out there waiting for people to show up yeah, so at first I was like, hey, I don't have to do tours today. I, yep. I don't have to be outside. And then um, what ended up happening was the complete opposite of that. So where I was standing outside mm -hmm. uh, the entire day, uh, which was not fun. This uh, I got very this, wet. This man out here was on a medical leave of absence for over a month <laughs> due to flu-like <laughs> symptoms and, co and coronavirus stuff. And the people over at the tour department was like, let's have this guy stand out in the rain all day. Just all yeah. day. Who, who do I need yeah. to speak to about this? Because I, like, I feel like this is not okay. I feel like there's a problem here. 
typically valet is a very fun thing to Soup, do. Yeah, absolutely. Because you just gotta like chill and hang out with someone and just move, talk. You can and... move people's stuff around on the cart and see if they notice. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and so that's why I was initially excited. And then when I got out there, I was like, "Oh wait, hold on. Yeah, this is this is a bad deal." As Trump said, "This is the worst deal in the history <laughs> oh, of God. deals." Oh no. Um, <laughs> All right, well, whoever was in charge of putting you out there, we can just blame Eric because he's our friend and he's an easy target. Um, but we'll uh, we'll have a conversation with him and make sure that this doesn't happen again because it's supposed to rain. Yeah. It's supposed to rain heavily again this weekend and into next week. I, so I know they're looking they're looking at me. They're like, ooh, yeah. let's the put little, the, the let's little, put sick, him on ballet the little again. sickly boy. Yeah, let's put him <laughs> out there. Um, Joel, what about yourself? What was a fun gift you got for Christmas this year? Uh, I don't know. I mean, all right. Did you not celebrate this year? I just never. I don't know. It's always hard for me to pick like a favorite gift. You could run through a couple like of them, them if you want. Um, one thing I ended up getting three of in a way. Um, I got two copies of the same book, so I, I exchanged that. one to get another book, and then I got a third book that came in late. So I got three different books. What are the um, three books about? Uh, Walt's Apprentice. It's Dick Nunes. He was the former like head of like parks and stuff like that mm-hmm. at disney he wrote a book recently that came out um i got two of those so i exchanged one for disney war which is kind of about the eisner era of disney mm. i've been wanting to read for a while so i got that one too um and then i got it's funny we actually talked about this um i got the screenplay book of uh grand budapest hotel oh okay so, very nice um, that's um, wonderful. One thing I like was like very hyped about that I was not expecting though. Sam got me. I like to take Epsom salt baths. You do, yeah. And Sam got me a bath pillow. So it's like a you blow it up, and it has suction cups. You stick it to like the back of your bathtub or whatever. That way, while you're in there, you got a nice pillow to rest your head on, and it's been fantastic. That's so bougie. I, I know. I love that. Right. And w- the best part too was like, so I was there when she saw it. Yeah. And she was like, don't come near me. I'm going to buy this thing. And I didn't know what it was until she told me. But she just kind of saw it from the outside and said bath pillow and, like, explained what it was. Mm. Neither of us knew until I opened it and inflated it. It's, like, seashell-shaped. So it's kind of got this, like, very regal shape to it. Oh, you know what? I I have one of those back at – I've used one of those before. That's fantastic. I love it. Yeah, they're nice. That's really fun. Yeah. So I can lay in the bath and read my books. You do love yourself a nice little bath. You talk about it all the time. Love it. Yeah, this comes highly Underrated. comes highly recommended by you. Yep. Um, I I got some cool stuff this year, Joel. I sent you a picture. Um, if for those of you that follow us follow along with us, we went to the Back to the Future event, and there's a famous photo slash video clip of me holding the hoverboard from Back to the Future Two. Very famous. And um, <laughs> it uh, I decided to uh, to get my own. So someone was listening and decided to uh, get me my own. Uh, thank you. But the big gift that I got this year, um, it was career-based for me. I actually uh, was gifted the funds to officially join SAG-AFTRA as a member of their community. That's amazing. Yeah. So that was a that's a, that's a that's a biggie. That's a that's a big one. Man. Yeah. More saggy than normal. Though. Yeah, for real. Um, no, I snuck that one in under the gun before the new year, so it says that I've been a member since 2022. Cheat the system nice. a little bit. Um, <laughs> But yeah, no, Christmas was uh, was very good in my household, and it seems the same uh, for you guys as well. So I'm glad we all had a nice holiday. Uh, me in particular, going away for the <laughs> holiday. Um, 
I, I thought you were saying me in particular. I'm glad my holiday. No, <laughs> I mean also that. Yeah, he's like I don't give a yeah. crap. About yeah, I'm just guys. trying to be polite, but yeah, typically, like honestly, yeah, you're, if yours was shitty and mine was great, I'd still be doing okay. So, yeah, let's call it what it is. Um, there's a big moment that happened in this week, and Joel knows about it because he chastises me about something similar to this all the time. Um, Cameron, you might find this interesting and honestly a little surprising. Um, uh-huh. the other day. Oh, can I oh. actually go ahead? No, do you want to do it? I had a way I want to do it, please. but I don't. I, no, I, please. I I was just gonna wing it. So if you got something, go for it. Cameron. Yeah. I'm gonna list off three fast food places. Okay. Okay. Ryan sent me a picture of him eating at one of these fast food places. Okay. Okay. And I want you to guess if you can figure out which one it is. Right? Okay. Was it a Taco Bell? Okay. B, Arby's, or C, Burger King. Wow. I'm thinking Burger King. Burger King, final answer? Actually, no, I'm going with Arby's. I'm going with Arby's. Arby's, okay. Arby's are you locking it in? Would you say you're thinking Arby's? <laughs> I'm locking in Arby's. Arby's. B- before, you, before, before you tell him, oh, I want to know why he's picked Arby's. Why do you think I went to Arby's? Um... I feel like it's a. They, have the meats. Uh, they do have the meats. I feel like it's an Indiana type of thing. What? Excuse me. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? What? Do you, it's not know. like like a Bojangles. Yeah. What do we like? This isn't cookout. Like, what are you talking about? I don't here? know. I just think it's a. I don't know. Okay. Well, Joel. That was my. You asked me for my reasoning, and I gave it to you. Uh, you know, he's. That's right. That's he's, fair. He's telling the that's truth. Fair point. All right. Well, survey says. Hey, is it Burger King? It was Taco Bell. No way. Yeah. Ryan sent me a photo of a bag of Taco Bell at like 10 a.m., yep. which, Ryan, I didn't want to be this confident, but I, I initially replied, hell yeah, breakfast question mark. Yep. I had originally typed out breakfast crunch wrap yep. question mark, and then I deleted the crunch wrap part. Yeah. And then he sends me another picture of a breakfast crunch wrap. This man ate at a Taco Bell. Uh, I did at like ten in the morning on my way. And Ryan, why? And Ryan? Yeah. What'd you say? It was fantastic. Yeah. It's uh, honest to God. Like, I I'm still not like the biggest Taco Bell fan. That just probably won't ever change. But their breakfast smacks. It's I am curious. So why good. you ate at one? Um, I was I had a little run around to do for work stuff. He had spent all morning. his money in his SAG card. Yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah. Um, I uh I got plenty of other things to spend my money on soon here. Um, but uh, no, I was out and about, and one of my friends was talking about it the other day, and I was like, you know what? I haven't had one of these since literally they started breakfast. I remember a group of my friends and I we went to Taco Bell by uh. By out where we lived in Indy, um, we went opening day of the Taco Bell breakfast, and I hadn't gone mm-hmm. since. And I was like, you know what? It's been like it's been like seven years or eight years at this point. Mm-hmm. Let's mm-hmm. go try it again, see what it's like. And the crunch wrap that I got, it's egg, cheese, and sausage with a nice like. I heard sauce. it's pretty good. That's how it was when it first came out. What was different this time? And Joel championed this when I talked to him. They have a hash brown in there. Yeah, it's like so crispy and delicious. It elevates that thing. Just incredibly so. Cameron, you've never really really been around to experience this, but as Ryan can attest to, I'm a hash brown guy. He is, yeah. All right? I like and hash browns, yeah. I freaking bit into that thing for the first time, the first time <laughs> I had it, and my life changed. 
like I'll say I don't get Taco Bell breakfast that often, but man, you get that breakfast crunch wrap, mm-hmm. that <laughs> cash brown in the middle is god tier. I honestly think that only the McGriddle is a contender in terms of like fast food breakfast items. I, I love I the McGriddle. Really that's that's a good. I know thing. you mentioned hotcakes and sausage, but we talked about how like the portability of that There's just no isn't portability. There. You can't dr- you can't say... drive around and eat that. I will say I haven't tried Wendy's. Wendy, the Wendy's just, honey chicken biscuit for breakfast. Well, no, I was gonna really say uh, I haven't tried their French toast sticks, but the um, Jack in the Box French toast sticks, love them. One thing I will say I think is up there. Like I'd say it's right under McGriddle for me. Mm-hmm. It, and I have my reasoning against it, is the chicken minis at Chick Fil A, the little ones that come in the little tiny little biscuits. But the only reason I kind of negate those is because they're just their chicken nuggets but yeah. they're in those little bread things you drizzle some honey on there damn those are things freaking great absolute banger um i will say joel and i hadn't said this to you yet i was gonna wait to tell you in person uh you know we all make uh resolutions um for the new year my resolution this year while i'm still gonna be healthy boy um like i normally am i'm gonna be more food forward in 2023 oh willing, i love that be willing to branch out and expand my repertoire um you know that's important yeah no we're you know we're getting out there in the world uh for ryan in 2023 it's gonna be a big year for him Um, what ryan means by that is he's making more money (laughs) ryan's like ryan's like i'm gonna put ham in my salads now no i would do chicken over ham or bacon bacon that's what well that's what i'm saying is chicken's a pretty common salad thing because you can still be fairly healthy with chicken yeah i think it's gonna be one of those things where like if I'm home, super healthy boy, that's the move here still. It's just good for what I'm trying to accomplish. But going out and stuff, I'm going to be willing to try more stuff. Like I like legitimately want to go to In-N-Out because I haven't had it in years. Wow. And I know we've been talking about it, so I, I really want to go soon. Next, Well, like, one of the Ryan, next you know year. what else we have to get. What's that? Is it uh, a 22-inch hot dog? <laughs> At Universal Studios. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Cameron, I, about I saw that. this post and I said, to, I don't know if I said it to all of you guys, but I said it to Ryan, and I was like, "Why well, was with? I was with, I was with find you. this." Well, no, but this was beforehand. Oh, though, and okay. I was like, Ryan, we have to find this. Let's and see. I looked where I thought it was, yeah. and it wasn't there. And then we had eaten other stuff or whatever. As we were leaving, mm-hmm. I see where the twenty-two inch hot dog was. Yep. It is a $25 hot dog. I'm pretty sure it's 22 inches. It's, so, it's somewhere in the 20s. Yeah, it but they're like, be too good short. for up to four people. And I'm like, I could eat this whole thing by myself. Is it only a um, – oh, it's – it's. It's. We thought in, we it. thought initially it was only in Florida. Yeah, yes. that's why I saw but it looks like – No, it is at the little freaking snack thing. It's right it's by called, the main right entrance, outside right? of the Universal Plaza. Yeah, yeah. right by the main entrance. 22-inch like all-beef hot dog. Interesting. Uh, it is 22? Yeah. That's what I'm looking at. Yeah. And it's what twenty four ninety five, right? Um, That's almost an inch per dollar. Twenty four ninety nine. Yeah. Damn, I got this thing on lock. Yeah, he's gonna crush that next time we go. Well, you're, are you gonna get it um, when we go to the uh, Super Mario no, World preview? No, I already have food plans for that. Do you really? <laughs> yep. My, I have so much going on that day. <laughs> this my, picture is so I'm funny. Most likely, just gonna go do the land and leave. So. They I'm show the carrying tray. The Academy Museum that evening for a, a book signing. Well, you haven't been to the Academy Museum in a very long time, so you you need to go for sure. I mean, it hasn't been that long it's, of a time. It, it's been it's been a long enough time considering over a year. it's been a long enough time considering you purchased the year subscription. Yeah, but I mainly purchased that for sake, and I know other people were able to get it, but I mainly purchased that to guarantee myself be able to be there opening. 
day. Yeah. But also the big reason I purchased it was because at the time I was working out there. Oh, that's and I was true. Like, yeah, yeah, I'll go after work sometimes. Yeah. How many? If I was working out this way already, I wouldn't have gone. How many times? Uh, how many times have you gone? Twice. No, I went that one time. Just the one that's time. The only time. I've the been. one time yeah. we went together. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Yeah, we gotta get you back over there. There was a few other people that I was like, hey, I want to take you over here. I just haven't had the chance. Cameron. Cameron is one of those people. No, I want to go with like other people. Oh well, I <laughs> wanted to take Cameron. No, that would be fun for me. It's Universal. No, at the Academy Museum. No, the Academy Museum. Oh, the Academy Museum. Cameron, by the way, you didn't reply, and I know we're all busy, but did you even bother trying to get a Nintendo World reservation? Uh, I was working, so that was the day I was doing ballet. So it was a perfect day to be on your phone. So you could have done it? perfect day to be on your phone while no one was paying attention. So what's funny about that is, so I was refreshing all day um, on Thursday, which was the original day they were supposed to do it. Um, Or Friday, I mean. No, it was Thursday. Um, and then it crashed, and they were like, uh, we'll tell you guys tomorrow morning what the plan is. The next day, they were like, hey, on Monday at 11, that's when it's going to be. So we were in a meeting at work, and it should have ended right around 11. Mm-hmm. At about 10.30, I got on and just logged in to check and make sure I was set to go. Yeah. And I scroll, and there's a thing that says RSVP now. So I click it. And it's like, you're in line. You will be in shortly. And I was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Like, it'll let me in at like 11 o'clock. And I'm sitting there in this meeting, and all of a sudden I see my phone like flash, and it brought me to the reservation screen. And this was, I swear, maybe five minutes later. So I was booking my ticket at 10:35 mm-hmm. when they said 11. And Ryan and I, we, we kind of talked about this. Um, Ryan got to choose what time. Yeah. I got to pick the day. Yeah. But I let Ryan choose what time. I was automatically assigned a time. Mm-hmm. And based on what I saw in line. It was like a 50-50 split because even my sister got to pick her time. Yeah, you said that. But there were a lot of people that were just automatically assigned a time. But luckily, we all got the same day and time. So yeah. No, that are, that's going to be that's going to be super fun. Um, yeah. Yeah, I got a. It's gonna. That's a busy weekend for me, so I'm glad I could squeeze it in. Um, and I could I could I could have gone on the Monday or Tuesday, but I wanted to go with you. So I think that'll be uh that'll be a really fun time for all of us to go check that out. Mm-hmm. Cameron, we wish you were you were coming with us, but we'll get you over there. Yeah, I'll get over there. Yeah, although like last, I'm still. I don't know about you guys. I'm still planning on requesting the 17th off to be there for opening day as well. It's gonna be a oh for February 17th. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Um, if I'm off, I, I'll go there. I'll go there again. Um, Cameron, though, last time we took him to Universal, he almost didn't make it. So, uh, so we got to be careful. Yeah, I almost died. <laughs> Cameron, Cameron got freaking dizzy on the uh, tram. Well, I don't know if I... I might have told you guys. I, don't know if I, I was going the, through the massive Steve withdrawals of a, of a drug. Yeah, you were coming yeah. off of pain meds. Yeah, I was coming he off was of like, pain meds. I've always come here on heroin. It's different. <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, I'll tell you, it's something that we should do next time we go with you, Cameron. Joel and I... Or he showed me this, and I had done it for the first time. That tram tour at night might be the best attraction in the theme park. Really? It's different? Honestly. Like, it just feels so much cooler driving Mm -hmm. around at night. And there are a couple of new elements that I didn't know about. Yeah, typically it is. The weather is, the temperature is a little bit lower. So, yeah, it'd definitely be cooler. The temperature's longer? Yeah. No, Um, it's lower. Oh. It'd definitely be a little bit cooler than in the day. If the temperature was longer, it would actually just be hotter because you'd have more digits in the temperature. Um, That's true. But uh, Unless it's longer vertically. Oh, that's a good point. It's just a different font. I didn't think of that. Um... But yeah, Universal is going to be super fun when we go um, towards the end of this month, uh, and then again, and again, and again, and again, because mm-hmm. we love it over there. Um, I have one Can more. I, yeah. Sorry, real quick. Yeah, so, of course. Sorry. Yeah, on that li- on that topic, I just want to give a big round of applause to Universal. Oh yes, Disney yeah. was like Disney was like, hey, guess what, everyone? 
you don't Here's have to 24 hours you don't have to us. you don't have to pay for parking at the hotel yeah, they're like you don't have to pay for parking at the walt disney world hotels anymore um by the way tron's opening on this day we've been working Finally. on it for 45 years yeah um, since the since before, before the original movie came stuff. out and then i saw this tweet that perfectly summed it up because mm. universal everyone's given disney crap for a while now because universal was like hey we're building epic universe yes and disney keeps going like hey we're putting new bathrooms in. And so I saw this post that was like, Universal be like, hey, while we're building a new park, yeah. we're going to be building a new park. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the, do you want to tell – explain like what was announced today? Because it's really cool. No, I just wanted to bring it up and leave it at that. Okay. That's fine too. Um, so anyway. Uh, <laughs> no. Universal <laughs> announced um, that they're going to be making a smaller theme park in Frisco, Texas. Um, and it's, it's going like to be a kid's park, sort right? of geared towards – I haven't committed myself to saying it is a kids park. Mm. The way they're wording it, it is a park that is catered towards families with younger children. Gotcha. So I think the intent is still that families can enjoy it, but they don't have to worry about going and it's like, oh, it's all roller coasters and things like that. Will it be more kiddie? Probably. Um, but I think it's still gonna be something that like, you know, adults will enjoy gotcha. and not quite to the level of the regular parks. Okay. Um, and then on top of that over at Area 15 in Vegas, they're going to have a permanent year-round horror event or a horror area now. So that's going to be really cool, cool too. Um, it's going to be right over there, like where Meow Wolf is and stuff like that. So really interesting stuff coming from Universal Parks. Um, I, I reignite this statement year after year after year, hoping soon enough it'll be true. But I, I don't think it's far off. Um, or I should say I don't think we're far off from the point where Universal can really start pushing Disney's buttons, you know? Yeah. They're agree. never going to get that close, and I don't think they'll ever surpass it. But, I mean, you look at what they're doing in Hollywood with Nintendo World. Mm -hmm. First time adding an entire new land. I'm not counting Springfield because it was just like a reimagining. Like, they built an entire new land. Yeah, and they are scratch. ready to expand past that to bring in the Donkey Kong area and stuff like that. Yeah. They're just closing down things to start bringing in what's rumored to be the Fast and the Furious coaster. Like, Universal's really starting to step up their game, and I especially think that if they get that Sheridan that's over there and turn that into, like, a Universal hotel. That'd be really cool. Like, and make it really a Universal, like, resort. Make it a multi-day like destination. Yeah. Um, you know, I think they're really going to start – People are going to start having to decide: Do I want to go to Universal? Or do I want to go to Disneyland? You know, and I think um, it's worth it. I think in a couple of years' time, if Disneyland doesn't, you know, we always talk about that blue sky stuff that Disneyland always talks about. But at the end of the day, it's all talk. Whereas the stuff with Universal, like they announce it, and it's like, oh, this is going to be done in a year and a half. Cool. Um, That's the thing. It's like Disney loves, to, and I get it. Like Disney loves to come out and say, "Hey, here's this thing that we we're thinking about we doing." Could do yeah. this we might do this and if we do do it it'll be in 2030 and universal doesn't do that no. they like wait and then they're like they get to the point where they know they're doing it and they're mm -hmm. like oh we're making this and it's coming out next year yeah velocicoaster went up in like a season it did you know yeah. like epic universe got announced and they broke ground like less than two months yeah later. like immediately yeah. you know and then like obviously like things got slowed down covid and all that or whatever they kept, but, like, but they kept working they're trucking along yeah, yeah no they were going for it yeah no they were crushing so, it and then like I'm, I'm happy for universal it's just it i mean it's bad because the most recent land that disney has done did not go over that well and that's mm. avengers campus like it's not yeah. 
I know they have. It's just fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, and as, as the biggest Marvel fan of the group, I will say that I still have a good time there. Um, I would like to see it again, but it could have been so much more. They were working with a very small space, which probably was easier for them, but not the best route. Because there is land available over there. We've talked about it before. There is land that they can build with, but uh, they may do. And hopefully that second attraction does come to fruition over there because they need it badly. Um, but, uh, you know, we could talk theme parks all day um, on this show. Um, Especially Cameron. Yeah. yeah, I know nothing about this. <laughs> uh, well, I did have one thing I wanted to bring up with Cameron. Um, Cameron, you tried. You kind kind of called me out the other day on something, uh, and I'd like to I'd like to flesh out that conversation a little bit more uh, while I got you here. Um, this is about twelve years. Twelve days, you mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> twelve days of slave. Um, so, on the app Letterbox, you know, we all champion Letterbox. It's it's a great it's app. wonderful. Ca- Cameron uses it the most, and he gets it like the most out of it for sure you have a pro account right yeah i have a pro account yeah, yeah. No. cameron loves that app joel and i use it a lot as well i typically use it just because i like to track the movies that i've seen um and last year i started tracking what movies i had actually just seen that year and i it went over pretty well i had watched 200 new films just in uh in uh 2022 which uh, was a pretty, you know, pretty daunting task, and a lot of them had to do with our show. So probably, probably be less uh, this coming year. Um, but I wanted to do it again this year, and I wanted to start with something that's like, you know, we're in awards season, so I wanted to do something in line with awards season. And you know, of course, with the streaming services that we have, and in particular, one that is a, from a studio that we are all very familiar with. Some of the things get pulled from there from time to time, and I saw that at the end of January. Uh, the acclaimed film 12 Years a Slave was getting pulled. The end of January? You've ti- you time-traveled? At the, at the end of this month? What? What are you talking about? Cameron, let him finish his point and it'll make sense. Okay, okay, sorry. <laughs> at the end of January, it was announced that um, that 12 Years a Slave was going to get pulled off of HBO oh, Max. Oh, sorry. I'm an yeah. idiot. And, uh, I'm an idiot. I'm sorry. And I was like, oh, well, I've wanted to watch this and now is as good a time as any i finally i was home from my trip and i had some time after getting settled back in uh out here in la so i tried i decided to put that one on cameron the very next day in our group chat goes it was like lol what a weird fucking movie to pick as your first movie of the year (laughs) and i was just like "I, i don't understand like i don't understand what was wrong with that pick like like if if there's a reason that it's kind of weird. I'm happy to hear it. Like I'll I'll take the criticism, but I just it just don't seems know what like a, it just seems like such a sad movie to start your year off with. I mean, it's not going to be as well, as good as last year when I started with Tick Tick Boom. Like that's just not going to happen. But that movie's yeah. sad too. Um, I yeah, I just I just wanted to see it and I had to get to it before the zaddy pulled it off of the off of the airwaves. So yeah, what and made me laugh about it is the way the way it was worded when you Cameron said something like. 12 years of slave what a weird movie to start your year with mm-hmm. in my mind i automatically go to ryan sitting there watching new year's rock and eve that <laughs> ball drops yeah. and he just goes click yeah play, like right at 12 o'clock yep he's just watching 12 years of slave. yeah i don't know he was just such a it was just but so now but now i always, always say to cameron's point he did say this is such a random movie to start the no, year that's off. totally that's a fair point yeah which i okay yeah again ryan like you said what what difference does it make yeah yeah right? you know um i think the first movie i like watched this year was italian job 
You know? Oh, but what a like, pick. You know, it's like I don't think it's that random. I just I mean I just you know, you know, don't just worry about what goes on in your front yard. Yeah. You don't gotta worry about what I'm doing over here. <laughs> <It's> a, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well I, I just thought I just thought it was a very funny Your first pick. movie of the year was Megan and you've already Hell seen it. Hell yeah it was. But you had seen it already, so Yeah, I saw the oh, I'm months ago. Not supposed to say anything about oh, that. I'm no. under NDA. Oh, so, well, yeah, it's, I cut what's that. out already? Why can't you get Yeah, because I because I saw a cut I'm not supposed to talk that I saw it Oh, cut. okay. I won't I, I know specifically when you'd seen it, so I won't say anything more. Yeah, yeah. So. Um <laughs> I just like, and then the what was Cameron's it? about to get hammered yeah. from all the people that listen to the podcast. <laughs> Yesterday, he tried to call me out again because for some reason you thought that I had seen it. Well, I had watched it a second I, I time. I really in 10 went and days. checked after this. Yeah. Okay, because like, it just watch it, again. it just showed. Up. I don't know what it was. It might have been a bug with Letterbox because it showed up that like literally that day you would you would rated it again. No, I didn't. Ryan's trying to be like it, that person that was on Netflix watching what was it like B movie or something? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like every single day. Or that guy. Every day, why Ryan watches twelve? That guy that saw Top well, Gun in the theater no, like seventy five times. No, it showed up yesterday. You watched it again, and I was like, "What the hell?" You literally said, "Motherfucker, you did not just watch Twelve Days a Slave again." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Twelve Days a Slave. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was dying when you said Twelve Days. Uh, it, it was the short movie. that inspired the feature film. Honestly. Um, <laughs> I just I just thought it was very interesting that I know you like you skulk in the letter boxes a lot and make comments to everybody. Not usually derogatory comments, just like you'll see what people are watching and then if you've seen it you'll reach out and be like, Oh, what did you think about this? Yeah, so yeah, I know yeah. I always know you're gonna see what I'm doing on there, but that was just a funny interaction uh, that we had over a couple of days there. <laughs> Um, I, I will say Ryan uh, missed out on five bucks yesterday, Cameron. I really Why? did. Yeah, I really because did. Because he sent that picture of the Dennis Nedry costume at CityWalk AMC. Oh, oh that yeah. was a that was a video. Did you not see the whole thing? Wait, Ryan, oh, what no, were you seeing yesterday? I saw Babylon yesterday. <laughs> Damn it! Yeah. So I text him on him and I were talking on the side, and I said mm-hmm. five bucks. Says Cameron replies with Ryan, "What are you seeing?" Yep. And he said. I'm not going to take that bet because I don't want to lose $5. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you must have been busy yesterday because otherwise you would have asked. I would. Yeah, I was busy yesterday. Um, but yeah, dude, that's a video. There were four costumes in that. Oh, it is a video. Plus some great commentary uh, oh, by really? yours truly. What did you, oh, think, well, of, what did you think of Babylon? It was fine. Yes, say it right now. Uh, I think the – I'm not going to trash the movie because I don't think it deserves it. I think on a technical standpoint, it's astounding. Ooh. I think the direction, the cinematography – the editing i think all of that is fantastic um but you know i'm a story story driven guy and i just don't think the story in this was up to snuff for stuff that i like but i appreciate the movie for what it was i I really i really really do think the directing in this is like top notch i think it's incredible i really can't wait for joel to see it because i really want to know what his thoughts are i wanted to go see this past weekend there i was going to see this past weekend i was going to see uh babylon and the whale and possibly megan and I just didn't get the chance. To get <laughs> I, yeah. There was uh, never a world where you were going to see three movies in like a week span. Like it just—it's not going to happen. Why? That's very—that's very plausible. You're way too busy to go do that. 
Yeah, I mean, I used to do it. All used the time. to, yeah. I totally get. Um, I totally get hold that. Hold on, I just, I, I'm not gonna really look through this completely, but I just think this is, or I'm not listening to the video, I should say. But I just think this is such a funny and random assortment. They're like, let's have Nedry's yeah. costume from the first film, um, Goldblum from Fallen Kingdom. <laughs> then we're gonna go back to Ellie Sattler from the first film. Oh yeah, and then beating Wong from Fallen Kingdom as well. Like, it's what? so weird. I, had, I just, I saw Nedry's first because I saw the jacket, and then I went down the line, and I was like, why? This is such a random assortment, like. I guess it's just all I'll they had just, available. That doesn't sound creepy, but I'll go just for that Ellie Sattler costume. <laughs> um, that's such an iconic costume. I mean, and the Nedry one, too, but it's just the jacket. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, fellas, we got uh, we got anything else to talk about, just catching up-wise? I think uh, we kind of covered a lot of things that have happened with us in the last um, couple of weeks. I mean, because this is a new format, I don't know if we're, what we're going to do next, but... You know, I don't know if you guys watched the uh, the Golden Globes. Nah, no, I never watched. Yeah, Golden I don't Globes. like the Golden Globes. Okay. <laughs> cool. I mean, Fun yeah, stuff. I, I mean, did you enjoy it? Did you watch it? Yeah, I watched it. Um, you know, so, I, sorry, someone's gonna rested behind that's me. That's okay. I, I, it's an ambulance. I mean, I don't. I didn't watch in solidarity of our our guy Brendan Fraser. So. Yeah, and, and that's not that was my excuse this year. I have other excuses for past years, but literally every year with the Golden Globes, my go-to is let me just check the social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. that's my way of keeping it. Like part of me somewhat I don't want to say cares. Like if someone doesn't win a Golden Globe, I'm not upset. Right. But when the people that I want to win win, I'm glad that they did. You're happy. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Well, um, but it's I mean the Oscars are really what I care about. So. Yeah. Um, the Golden Globes, I it's really interesting to me. I interesting to me why the Golden Globes have the um, appeal they do. It one hundred percent has to be their marketing because the 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 Hollywood Foreign Press, the people that are voting on the Golden Globes, there's like a hundred of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's a very... hundred people that vote on this award. That is a very very specific small group of voices mm-hmm. like the academy awards uh i looked this up yesterday there's some like 9981 uh people yeah. in the academy that are voting yeah and like you get a really big diverse group of people all with very different tastes and what they're you know looking at and what they want out of movies and um and then you know and so it makes sense that those you know that's like a huge thing but the fact that there's like a hundred people voting on the on the golden globes like it and it, it shows by the things that get nominated like do you remember a few years ago there was that movie that came out called the tourist that got like mm-hmm. terrible reviews yeah. but it was nominated for golden globes yep like it, it, it's just always surprised me why this one gets the you know and i think what it has to do i think what it has to do is the fact that like it was always the fun award show because right. they got all they everyone was, there was, everyone got the, drunk their, ta- their tagline was like hollywood's biggest party yeah and so i i get that but like the awards themselves and i don't want to say they don't mean anything but like it like it like i'm like well how i just think it's interesting like why do we put so much why why are we like Oh, it has a night on NBC primetime that we watch it. But something like the SAG Awards, which are literally actors voting on other actors, mm-hmm. 
you know, these opinions that would matter, you think would matter so much more than a hundred random people in the Hollywood they, foreign press. They just well, started yeah. televising the SAG Awards like a couple years ago, and it's like on TNT on like well, a random night. Did you actually see today? I don't know if, Joel, I don't know if you saw this. Um, it literally was just announced today mm-hmm. that Netflix, starting next year, yep. is going to be televising them yeah. on Netflix. Yeah. And this year, they're going to televise it on their YouTube channel. Uh, and then, yeah, next year, starting yeah, next got, year. It's... We got an, we got an email about that. I read through that. I was like, oh wow, that's really cool. Honestly, yeah, and honestly, I, I will I will watch that award show. I like the SAG Awards. I think it's very interesting. Yeah, but it's also you have... a very it's a very niche award show though because it it focuses on just certain elements of the industry. And that's fun. I, I think what's so cool is when you know you have people who do the job on looking at the people and honoring, you know the like hey we know that you put your all and like this is what we hope to achieve like this is the highest form of art in our you know um in our job in in our craft um so yeah i i think it's i think it's always so i i think it's interesting that they go on the globe so you know they're they're fun to watch as he says like the you know the biggest party uh in hollywood and there's some fun speeches you know here and there um you know, but like it's not like the Oscars. Like when I have the Oscars on, I'm watching the Oscars. Fully intent. Fully. Yeah, intent. exactly. Like yesterday, we had the Golden Gloves on. We're, we're just hanging out and talking while you know it was. Ha- we see a category come up that we're interested in. You know, we kind of look and go, "Oh, okay. Well, Kevin Costner won Best Actor in a group of you know, like people who are actually good at acting." Um, wow. So <laughs> shot at Kevin Costner. Hey, damn. <laughs> Uh, I think the other thing too that like and this is probably more from like a general viewer standpoint is like every single year you see these pretty posts and I mean I don't blame them but like why was uh, this one nominated as a musical or a comedy mm. why was this one nominated for yeah. being a drama yeah, and it's get like, real upset about well, that they, they, it's not like they're, they're just deciding ah you know what we're putting you in the comedy category you know that you guys understand like they have to submit for yeah, these right. things yeah. Like, yeah you know what i mean yeah the studio um, does it not the award show or the and a lot right. of times so, it's it's strategic i mean it is strategic it's, yeah, it's a strategy yeah, yeah i remember uh i remember a very specific example when the martian came out um and every like i know there's comedic elements to that movie but mm-hmm. everybody's like well why is this one in comedy or musical and the answer was because they wanted matt damon to win the best actor award and he wasn't yeah. gonna win it and if he was in the drama category yeah he basically said it in his speech so um it happens and honestly it's part of the reason why i don't really care about the golden globes uh, like from a macro sense is that they split everything up so much that it's like Mm -hmm. it's not really like it's just not done that well like i'm really happy austin butler won for elvis i think his performance that movie is he talks like this Um, now but uh (laughs) but i mean we know that there's a there's a reason that no, not a reason that he won. He absolutely deserves to win the award. But we know that like one of the major contenders for that award was basically going to be ruled ineligible because of his past with the uh, mm-hmm. with the voting group with Brendan. Um, yeah, but, you know, I was I mean, wondering what was I. I... Yeah. <laughs> but like you, you're not gonna. I, I'm just not gonna buy uh, when the Oscars for Best Actor comes up. I'm just not gonna buy into Austin Butler winning that award. And again, not because he doesn't deserve it. He's absolutely fantastic in that movie. He's the best part of that movie. Um, uh, but uh, we just know that he won that award because there's other actors like like Colin Farrell won for comedy drama, right? He was the best actor mm-hmm. for that. 
he would be yeah. more likely to win at the Oscars than I think Austin would, even though both of them yeah. won the awards at the Golden Globes. Yeah, I think I think um, yeah, it's always it's always interesting, especially like like Anna de Armas with uh, Blonde, mm. right? And like there were, like it was essentially counted out that Blonde was it was done from um, being a contender and Ellen DeArmas, you know, first when the movie came out or was about to come out, people were like, Oh, you know, she's probably a shoe in for, but, but then there was so much discourse yeah. about that movie. Yeah. Um, and I still haven't seen it. Um, you know, a lot of times discourse like that can get uh, really annoying. Well, uh, it, it, it can be so annoying that it'll dissuade you from watching something. Yeah. Like, it's like, I don't even want to be a part of this discourse, so I'm just not going to watch it. But the SAG nominations came out today, and guess yeah. what? She's in She's there. nominated. Um, yeah. I, 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 so I did, um, I don't know, do you guys ever use Gold Derby? You guys ever do any nomination stuff on, or, uh, on Gold Derby? You know what that is? Uh, heard yeah, of that. I'm not sure. So Gold Derby is like, um, it's like a site for predictions. Um, it's like the kind of industry standard site for like predictions. And so you go in, you put your predictions, they put you uh, on like a leaderboard or whatever. You know, it's kind of like fantasy movies. I guess you could uh, fancy Oscar predictions and they do all of this stuff. And so, you know, I, I check it every once in a while. I had, I, I did my predictions a while ago and I had Ana de Armas, uh, on there and her odds her odds for being nominated were actually it was just a couple days ago that I checked were like 56 to 1. Wow. And then today because of the because of the SAG nominations, she was jumped up to 25 to 1. Wow. Just okay. because of the SAG nominations. Um which I think goes to show once again, you know, how the SAG nominations are are, are so um important for persuasive and important yeah. Yeah. yeah um yeah man i mean you know take it for what it is golden globes is kind of more of like an event than an award show but yeah. uh it does it can be a precursor to things for other award shows so we'll see uh we'll see if that's the case here. it's such a bummer we typically get the oscar nominations around this time of the year yeah uh, it, it's it's a little late this year right like, yeah so i just i just looked today so the uh, the award show is on the 12th uh, of March, March. Yeah. and the nominations come out on the 24th of, of... Uh, this month oh, okay. of January. So, so uh, right. t- yeah, typically, historically, they've come out like the second week of January. We have to wait a few more weeks, which I'm, I'm bummed about. Are you but... guys going to are you guys going to try and uh, once the, you know who the nominations are, like maybe for everything, but maybe even more particularly for Best Picture, you're going to try and make sure you've seen them all? I think I've seen all of them. I think I have as well. Yeah. Um, I think I've seen all of the, I just went and saw, I think today was the last one that I needed to see. Uh, I went and saw woman talking. I'm going tomorrow for that. Today. Yeah. That's the last one. Um, let's see. Um, yeah, I've got at least the ones I have predicted. Um, the only one I haven't seen that I think possibly could make it it in. Is it RRR? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen that either. That's the only one that I think has a chance getting nominated. It's on Netflix. It's been on Netflix for ages. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Is it on on Netflix in the U.S.? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, why would I say that? I didn't know. (laughs) I didn't know. I had heard that it was was only international, so I didn't know that. uh, No, it's been. I I had RRR recommended to me back in, like, 
whenever when did it uh-huh. come out it came out what march of last year it was a while ago and a friend of mine was like you need to see this movie yeah have like, you okay. seen and it Joel? i kept saying i was gonna watch it no i kept saying i wanted to watch it and then i didn't and then i saw this freaking screening was happening at uh the Chinese, and I was like, sweet, I'll go to this ticket oh, sale yeah, in 10 right. seconds. I'm kind of waiting because I have a feeling it's going to get a theatrical release. release. Another release yeah. I would agree. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, um, kind of feeling like it is. Um, award season, man. It's a good time. Looking forward to it. Yeah, and I, I think, I mean, we've been very, very lucky that I think this past year has been one of the best years of movies as a whole in a very long time which is surprising considering we didn't get a fast and furious movie this year <laughs> it's coming up this year fast this x year. oh well, we'll t- trust me we will be discussing shortly in this episode movies coming out next year um but before we do that this is going to be a a new way that we're going to do this next part of the show and joel i mean you kind of championed this progress and how we're going to do it a little bit better <laughs> Um, so either I can I can keep going, or if you want to jump in and just kind of say again, like how we're gonna do this new this new refund aspect of it. Is there anything that anything that maybe needs to be said before we start? I mean, I can just kind of give a quick refresher for you folks at home. Like we said, we kind of have a new format that we're gonna go with. We've kind of mentioned it, but we're not gonna like directly say this is our format now. You may pick up on it, you may not. But in terms of the refund aspect of the show every episode one of us is going to bring something to the table that we want to refund on and what's kind of be kind of fun about this really is something to the microphone the other two are not <laughs> the other two are not going to be aware of what that thing is <laughs> so you. every episode whoever it is that's bringing that to the table to the microphone um <laughs> they're the only one that knows what we're going to be talking about um mm-hmm. so it's going to be kind of a surprise to the two hosts uh but this thing does not have to be a movie Nope. It can be an album. It could mm-hmm. be a meal you just had recently. It could be Anything. a life experience. It could be, you know what I want to refund on? Uh, waiting in line at the DMV. Like, it could be anything. Like, we really want to open the show up, and we think this is our angle to do that. Yep. Um, so, with all that said, we're going to go ahead and get into that uh, that refund aspect. Before we do, we're going to throw it to a quick commercial break. When we come back, it's time for I'd Like a Refund Phase 2. This episode of the I'd Like a Refund podcast is brought to you by Popple, the number one selling digital business card. Now, as we all know, so much of our personal and professional lives these days exists online. So being able to share that information as quickly and efficiently as possible is key. And with Popple, it couldn't be easier. So like with a quick tap of your Popple device, so for instance, I have a Popple card, all of your contact info is instantly shared to whoever you're connecting with. So you just kind of tap it against their phone, and it shares your customizable homepage that has links to your social media, websites, portfolios, and one of my favorites, even payment apps. So let's say I just went and got a burrito with my friends. I paid for everybody. I'm like, hey, you got to pay me for that burrito. I tap my card. All my links come up. They can click right there on my Venmo, and they could share me that burrito money. So if you're interested in grabbing yourself a Popple, which I highly recommend because these things are freaking great, whether you're using it for personal use, professional use, Use our code of ILAR20 for 20% off of your Popple orders. That's I-L-A-R, all caps, 20 for 20% off your Popple order. Or go to our bio. We've got a link in our bio. You'll see a little Popple thing in our link tree. That'll take you right to the page. Thank you again, Popple. And now back to the show. 
All right, folks, and we're back. And to kick things off, Starring it seemed John only Goodman. fitting. Well, yeah, two days in a row. <laughs> yeah, two days in a row. Yep. Um, that that's come up in our lives. Cameron just. Yeah. Um. It seems only fitting that the first person to bring a refund to the table is Ryan, because Cameron selfishly took it last time. Um, Wait, what did I do? Ryan. Oh, with the first movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you picked. The We're first going movie. reverse order. Yeah, we talked about yeah. uh, the Greatest Showman. Uh, actually, kind of just. Oh, never mind. I don't want to interrupt. Um, <laughs> there was a Ryan, heated you... argument about that movie at the break room. Okay, well, there's heated arguments about everything in that break room. What is true. just? Can you give us like a bullet point breakdown of what someone was arguing? They were like, they were like, oh my god, this movie's so good, no. and I'm like, and and I said, yeah, but he was kind of a bad guy, like actually no, a really no, bad not, guy. It's, no, not kind of. He was just <laughs> straight up a bad guy. Yeah, but the, mo- the movie did a fantastical version of it. Yeah. And they're like, and they said, well, I don't really think he did anything that bad. Oh, and, no. I said, and I said, I said, um, he kept, you he should kept really little, look into that. He kept his talent in cages. Yeah. Right? He was basically like a prison warden. Um, also, we don't, we don't got to dig. Yeah. Anyway. That. Oh, real quick. Okay. I just, I, I just thought this didn't come up in our, <laughs> this didn't come up in our video. I was thinking about this when I was watching the movie. Um, how come the bearded lady doesn't shave? Like she's very obviously not happy about she having a, have beard. a job. Yeah, they would fire her. Really? Why'd they say that? Because she wouldn't play, then she, she wouldn't be a bearded yeah, lady. She can't be the bearded lady no, without the beard. No, 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 but remember no, 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 but like when they go to find her and she's singing and it's very clear that she's like upset by the fact that she has a beard. And like she's like ostracized for it. Why doesn't she just shave? Okay, see, here's the thing. You cannot come at greatest showman for being such a out of the box telling of pt barnum's life but then also ask why something in a movie that took liberties to the story okay didn't yeah happen. i know but that's Cause something like, cause i was like, watching because just... that that is a prototypical uh where you would come back because then the movie wouldn't happen like that's just what it is like yeah we just wouldn't have i that understand character. because it had to happen yeah like that's what that is so um like not like not to like come across like short with you on no, that. No, I know, I know. I, I was just I was watching it. And I was like, wait, what? The, why? Yeah, because it's a valid question, but it, like if you overanalyze films too much, especially because she didn't like have that. Manscaped <laughs> lawnmower 4.0. Joining our new sponsors, <laughs> Ryan. Yes. What do you want a refund on? Okay. Um. So I would like to tell you guys a little story. Ooh yeah, story time. It involves a uh, a young strapping man. Um, trying to make his way home to see his family for the holidays. Aaron Taylor Johnson. Um, so Christmas Eve, 2022, you know, this, this young lad, he, uh, he'd never had taken the trip home on the holiday or the eve of the holiday. It's a brand new experience for him. He thinks that it shouldn't be too much of an issue to fly back to his home because you know flying is not that difficult you would assume that most of the airlines have their shit together then our antagonist comes in by the name of you know i don't want to give away uh give away who it is let's call them southwest airlines um they uh this man just stealing john mulaney bits <laughs> <laughs> they um they were having a rough go of things when those winter storms hit uh, more like East Coast and Midwest area, 
And you know what? If storms get in the way of your flight plans, there's nothing you can do about that. It's totally understandable. And uh, he understood that that could be a possibility, that maybe he wouldn't make it home in time for the holiday uh, just because of weather. But it was looking pretty good before he was going to leave. So he's at the Burbank airport that morning, Christmas Eve. Boards his flight, no problem. Lands in Dallas. That's where his connecting flight was. Everything's looking according to plan. No problems there. Um, he finds out that we're about to start boarding. So after a little time passed. So he gets in line. He's ready to board the plane. Or everything looking good. The flight's on time. We stop before we're about to board the plane. As we are told that the pilot is not on location. <laughs> you kind of need the pilot if you're going to fly a plane. So that's going to slow us down. He asks. <laughs> he, he asks. Uh, the person working the counter, well, where is the pilot? And they go, oh, he's coming from El Paso on a flight. He should be here in about an hour. And once he's on location, we can board you guys and then send you off. Great. An hour delay with all the stuff going on in the world, uh, weather-wise and flight problems, no problem. Hour delay. So he goes and sits for a little bit. He reads his book for about a half hour's time and decides, you know what? I'm going to go double check over there, see if, uh, see if we're still on track for that hour. He goes over to the gate. There's no one manning the gate anymore. And or womaning it. Um, <laughs> and all of the uh, other passengers are starting to get notifications on their phone. So he pulls his phone out and he looks and he sees that his flight back home has been canceled. Just straight up canceled. No explanation whatsoever. Now, there's no one at the gate to tell us what happened. They disappeared. The line to talk to someone at like service was like 250 people. So he says, you know what? I'm just gonna try and be proactive about this. Let's just rebook for tomorrow and not worry about it. So um, with some assistance, he gets a, uh, he gets a new flight on Christmas day um, with a different airline. Well, shout out to that airline. Let's call them American Airlines for the sake of the story. Mm. Um, they had no issues with their flight plan. Um, so that's all good. He uh, he books a hotel to stay in Dallas for the night right over at the airport. So that worked out great. A nice relaxing evening, even with all the stress from the travel. The last thing he wants to do is um, he wants to get his bag. You know, my bag is at the airport. Might as well just give it to him so he can take it on his next flight tomorrow. So he goes down to the baggage area, and in this baggage area, again, like 250 people deep, just trying to get their bags. Over the loudspeaker, a message plays, and the message says, ladies and gentlemen, if Dallas is your final destination, your bag will be pulled from the carousels and put out for you to come pick up. If your final destination is not Dallas, we will be sending your bag on a future flight to your final destination. That seemed a bit confusing to him, so he decided to stay in the line and see what was going on. When he gets to the line about to the end of the line about two hours later, he is like, "Hey, like, I heard what you said, but you know, there's no guarantee that you guys are gonna get the the next flight out. Um, so can I? Is I know you're pulling bags from the planes already. They're going on the carousels. Can I just get my bag? Like, I'm flying with a different airline tomorrow to try and get home. And they're like, "No, just." straight up no we're not going to do that because like if because uh they go if we did that for you we have to do that for everybody to which i replied 
then yeah, do it. <laughs> do that for everybody. Yeah, that seems about right to me. They refused to give me my bag. So I said, okay, well, when's the flight that you think it's going to go on? Uh, go on next. And they're like, we have a flight leaving at 8.30 in the morning here in Dallas. It should arrive in your final destination of Indianapolis um, by like 11.30 in the morning. And I was like, oh, perfect. It'll be there before the new flight that I booked is going to get there. Great. So he leaves and hopes that uh, hopes for the best. Uh, so all he has is his backpack and the clothes that he has on his back. That's about it. Um, he goes the next day. He goes to his new flight. He has no problems and he gets home. The bag is not there. So Christmas, oh, it's Christmas Day. The bag is not there. They assure him that the bag will now be there on the 26th. I would like to say that the day that the bag actually arrived to the final destination of Indianapolis is no day because it never made it to his final destination at any point. On New Year's Eve, he got a phone call. This was the day before he was going to go back home. Gets a phone call and says, your bag is in Amarillo, Texas. Where would you like us to send it to you? And I said, can you please just send it to Burbank so I can pick it up tomorrow? That was my holiday flying experience by Ryan O'Connor. Did you get your stuff back? So, uh, great question. Uh, Eventually, yes. When I landed on New Year's Day uh, here at Burbank that night, my bag was sitting outside by the carousels over there. Just had to go grab it and confirm with my ID that it was there. So I did, thankfully, get everything back. Um, but it was a very arduous experience. Like I went the entire eight days that I was gone with, I just had to get replacements for all new things. Like I needed, I needed more clothes. Um, I needed like, you know, a toothbrush. I needed deodorant, just all the more ra- 4.0. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can't get unruly down there. Um, it was just a hassle and it was a hassle that I feel like could have been avoided if they had just given me my bag. So this experience and Cameron, I'll let, I would like to throw this to you after I'm done because I know mm-hmm. you had a somewhat similar experience yeah, to what yeah. I was dealing with. Um, but thankfully, at least for you, you had the option to be able to drive yeah. back um, after a couple of days. Um, I was too far away to drive. Back. Yes. Yeah. So um, where does the refund come in? Guys, you might think that I would say I'd like a refund on Southwest Airlines. I'm going to do you one better. I would like a refund on flight travel. I don't think that flying on planes is a necessity when you're traveling on the main coastal 48 states of the United States of America. And I'll say why. Have you guys ever ridden on a train before? Yeah, I have. Yeah. Yep. Have you, do you ever realize like just how more relaxed you are when you're taking a train, like a, like a coaster in the sense of, not like like a standard monorail train or whatever it is, just like a local one, but like taking like a, a long distance one. It's just very relaxing. You're not crammed in there. You just kind of feel like you don't have to stress out about anything because you're just you're riding the train. It takes a little longer, of course. So if you mm-hmm. don't have the time to dedicate for the train, then I totally get that. But I just think it's a better means of travel. And I would like to I would like to look more into those options going forward uh potentially mm-hmm. um so yeah that is uh that is where i stand 
after my experience. The refund yeah. I would like is on all airline travel. Yeah. It's funny because I was I was gonna say it, I mean you I know you bring the point up but like the biggest thing about rails is that the the time it takes to get places. Yes, most people that are traveling by air. It's because they don't have the time to drive from wherever to wherever, right? Mm-hmm. The train is going to be faster than driving, absolutely, but it's nowhere near as fast as taking a plane. Correct. I can fly from here to Chicago in a matter of hours, but if I'm taking a train, that's going to be at least a day. Yeah, it'd be a depending whole day. on depending on the rail that you're taking, right? Mm-hmm. So, but where it comes into play is that you're paying the same price. Correct. So it's like, why am I gonna pay just as much money to take longer to get there? Now, if you're specifically going with the intent of like, cause I've said this before, like I want to take a rail from here across the country. Yes. But it's like, that would be because that's like the specific trip I'm taking where it would be a situation where it's like, I have the time to do this. I'm dedicating the time to go and ride this train across country and take in the sites that I experienced along the way. Mm-hmm. But more often than not, it's like how many people are just trying to get places because business or vacation, absolutely yes, you know and whatnot. Um, so that's where I think like air is still such a necessity. You know? Oh, it, I agree. Yeah, like it's definitely like, a necessity. Traveling by train is just so much more relaxing. Like it you is. said, it's, you're not crammed in, you're not eating your knees. It's so much easier to get up and move about because you're not thirty thousand feet in the air and you don't have to worry about you know turbulence and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, and you get to see stuff. Obviously, I mean, I personally love window seats and just staring outside I usually the sit all day wi- long. I usually sit window as well. But, like, there's more to see when you're on a train, you know? Yeah, I mean, obviously, it always will depend on what your purpose of travel is, of course. Um, but I think just in terms of, like, like, a leisurely type of travel, I think the train is the way to go. And I really, truly believe that after the last experience, because if you've got airlines that you're working with that are using operating systems from the late 1990s, you just know something bad's going to happen at some point. Unfortunately for the Southwest Airlines, it all happened between the operating system failing, which was the reason that they couldn't get pilots out for their flights is because their operating system was shit and they couldn't overschedule people or couldn't have them work overtime. So if if their clock out time hit, they were done and if they were supposed to be your pilot then you're not going anywhere that's what that's what happened with all of that um but i i do of course realize that airline travel is a necessity in a lot of cases especially if you're going international it's almost a must because then you're doing like four different types of transport and then Mm. it's just then that's a real hassle until we get until we get elon to build the under under the sea (laughs) uh train system um but i yeah i just i would I just thought it was an awful experience. And Cameron, this is where I want to throw to you because you had um, an experience as well. Maybe not as arduous as mine was, but definitely one that you were not too thrilled about. Yeah, no. So mine was – so interestingly enough, I was supposed to fly out – or I was hoping to fly out Christmas Eve. Um, Didn't end up buying tickets because um, I didn't know what my work schedule would be, so I bought tickets for Christmas morning. Um, But come to find out, I literally found this out a couple days after Christmas that the flights from Burbank to Sacramento on Christmas Eve were all canceled anyway. So I literally wouldn't have been able to go home if I had 
gone that night, which kind of blows my mind that the fact that like I was actually able like my flight wasn't canceled Christmas morning, um, which like at the time I didn't realize was rare. You know, I'm just yeah. like, oh, I'm getting on the plane. I'm going home. Cool. Um, you know, come to find out again, nearly everyone had had their flights canceled. Um, but yeah, no. So we we're you know just going uh, with Paula, my girlfriend, to uh, Northern California. Uh, we got there Christmas. We got to uh, Burbank Airport, flying Southwest. Um, Christmas morning, flew out. Plane was on time, no problem. Um, then it was in the car. It was kind of like, oh man, wouldn't it be nice? You know, we know they got the storms. Wouldn't it be nice if you know they canceled my flight until you know tomorrow morning that way you know i have a little bit of extra time with my family uh so you know christmas happens and go throughout the day and uh you know look keep looking at my flight everything was good uh and then a couple hours before we were about to leave for the airport seat got canceled mm-hmm. and i'm like oh god okay well you know be careful what you wish for um so i got a flight for the flights the next morning were already all gone so i got a flight for the next day well the issue is is that um, Christmas time at Warner Brothers uh, for the tour department is our busiest time of year. Mm-hmm. Um, absolute busiest time of year. Back in 2019, during peak, uh, I was working 60-hour weeks, um, seven days a week, that kind of thing. Um, it was a wild time. Yeah, it was a wild time. It was lots of fun. I really enjoyed it. Um, and so, you know, I was really looking forward to, you know, that this time. Uh, again this year and you know they canceled the day after christmas and i'm like well crap there's gonna be so many people that call off of work to the, uh, the day after christmas happens every year uh, i hate to be one of those people but you know i have no choice you know called into work said hey i'm so sorry i've got a flight tomorrow night though i'll be back tomorrow all right and they're like oh another person's too hung over to work yeah yeah exactly <laughs> so you know next day comes and uh I, I checked my flight at like 10 o'clock where our flights I think was like for 7 o'clock 7.20 I think it was um, so I check our flight at 10 o'clock it gets, it's delayed at, to 8 okay keep checking it gets delayed to like 11 o'clock at night alright and then all of a sudden I check it again a couple of minutes later and it's back to 7.20 regular <laughs> time and I'm like huh that doesn't happen Mm, yeah i'm like i don't know about that and then two hours later it's canceled okay so i get a flight for the next day it's canceled okay then the next flight i can get at this point is thursday morning um but you know we figure okay this is probably getting canceled thursday flight thursday flight got canceled it had so yeah it did so the earliest we could have gotten in was the 31st and at this point we're like okay well we don't even know if it's going to happen uh so we i if if i was not working wouldn't have been an issue whatsoever right i sure i'll stay with my family whatever uh yeah. but because we're working and you know it was the busiest time of year i'm really worried about losing my job mm-hmm. um so what ended up happening is there was one day that there wasn't a big storm on the grapevine because you don't want to mess with the grapevine during a storm with their snow and they i mean they just shut that thing down um so on the wednesday my parents drove uh paulo and i here and then they drove back home on the same day um wow yeah we looked into renting a car but guess what 
They're all gone. All gone. We looked at taking the train. Guess what? The first time there was an opening on the train was Saturday morning. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, it was just an absolute mess. Yeah. Um. So you know, I, and here's the thing: I've I've used Southwest for a very long time, um, because you know flights to Northern California with Southwest are always so cheap. They're so cheap. Right. Um. You know, I can get from Burbank to Sacramento for fifty bucks. Hey, gas! I paid fifty dollars for gas today. You know, and so I I like Southwest, and I'm still going to use Southwest. This whole experience is not going to drive me away from Southwest. But it was still really annoying, and I had somewhere to stay. Yeah, you know, I was lucky. Like neither like neither of us got stuck somewhere that we weren't familiar with. Yeah, we had to stay there for days because some people had to do that. Like they, yeah, they were stuck in they were stuck in their like layover cities and couldn't get anywhere else. And you know, I feel so bad for the workers, the Southwest workers, the yes. people on the front lines because people on the ground. Yeah, we because we saw and this when we and I'm sure Ryan, you saw it too. The the people who are just going off at these. Oh, it was employees yeah. and you know the thing is is like yeah we're all frustrated but it is not their fault no. at all they, they they if it was up to them if it if it was them they would have the planes going they would yeah. have it you they know they don't want to get yelled at they all day. yeah they're you know they're doing these jobs and uh <clears throat> when we i saw this poor uh woman uh is a worker who this mom was yelling at her and she's like oh i got kids and th- this one was like ma'am i've been dealing with this for the past four days i'm sorry yeah you're not special yeah she's like, i'm sorry it's not gonna fly today i understand that you've got i understand that you're stranded i understand i cannot do anything for you <laughs> i can't do anything for anyone the, and you know and it's everyone i i feel everyone who's ever worked in customer service just i feel like you have so much more empathy for those than like because you're like when you're at that level there is nothing you can do right you know you, have to, you have to take all the punches because the corporate suit isn't there to take them yeah and so yeah i agree i I I don't know if I would ask for a refund on flight travel. Unlike you guys, I actually do uh, like flying. And, you know, if we could get a high-speed rail system, that would be... I love flying. Yeah. I'm too tall for flying. Yeah, that's true, Ryan. You are, you are, you're a big dude. I have to sit in the exit row. Otherwise, I, my knees are in the back of somebody's seat. Yeah, that makes sense. Like every time. I'm small, so... Mm-hmm. You're compact. I'm compact, yeah. I was going to say, like, and I know I was hyping up trains earlier because I agree. I mean, if, if I could travel everywhere by train, I would love to do that. If I could drive everywhere, if that was more feasible. Also true. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. I would. I, if um, I could pick between anything, I'd probably drive. But, like, I used to fly two times a week. And knock on wood. But, like, I don't think I ever had a bad flying experience. Yeah. Yeah. Two, two times a week for like six months I was Why on a plane f- oh cause that's right I remember yeah, yeah, yeah. and only one time actually I could say there are two times that I could say things kind of went weary and one of them I actually wasn't even upset about first time we were leaving Baltimore 
and there was a massive snowstorm coming through. And we ended up getting delayed by like three hours or whatever. Whatever, that's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. We actually thought we were going to get canceled, but it just ended up getting delayed. The second time was I was at uh, Hartsfield-Jackson, Atlanta, which is Delta's Great city. hub. And a just the busiest airport in the United States. Mm-hmm. And that there was one day where it felt it. We were waiting in line to go through security and get it all checked in for three hours. Just in the security line. Just in line. That's crazy. Security. And that was the one day that I was like, I hate this. <laughs> yeah. I will say it was hilarious because there was all kinds of – it was just one of the situations where it's like just dumb things or like random things were happening. Like we got into this one room where all of a sudden, for whatever reason, they had like multiple college like violin players in there just playing music for everyone, trying to like relax <laughs> the room, you know? Oh, that's a great point. Um, but it's like – I know I've talked to both of you guys about this. I think even more so Cameron because I've taken him to Union Station. But, like, I love areas of transportation, like areas of mass transportation. So train stations, mm-hmm. airports, you know, places where there's, like, uh, cruise ships departing and stuff like that. Like, I just love seeing, like, you don't know where these people came from and where they're going. Like, it's just so fascinating to me. But that day, I wanted to be anywhere else but yeah. that airport. <laughs> like, yeah. I was just done with it, you know. But – it's just so crazy to me how you can just have that one day yes. where everything is wrong. And the, the problem with flight is so many times it's like your first flight, your, your connecting flight may not be waiting for that first flight, you know? So if your first flight is 45 minutes late, that connecting flight might be leaving without you anyway. Absolutely. You know, and it's so it's it's so fascinating the way, you know, flying works and the way the scheduling all comes together and there's some airports where you have to get out and you have to take a train to another terminal or you have <laughs> to sprint that, like across orlando, yeah. orlando's like that where you have to like take like a monorail to get to different areas of the airport and it's well really i mean weird. hartsfield jackson it's like yeah all the terminals are not connected they are individual like terminals and you ride you know the underground little plane train thing to get from each terminal to each to the next one and it's it's crazy but it's so funny to me because this whole situation was happening, right? Mm-hmm. My sister flew home from Korea on December 23rd with not a single issue. That's crazy. And it's just like, it's so, and granted, I get it. Like, she's not flying through the Midwest where there's massive snowstorms and whatever else, but it's just like, you're having all these massive problems with like domestic travel. Yeah. And my sister's just flying home international like it's no big deal. No big deal, yeah. It was, I mean, it was all, it was all one airline. Like yeah, it was it was one airline yeah. just screwing everything up, and the other airlines capitalized on it. Like they were mm-hmm. charging crazy yeah. amounts. Yeah, it was to ridiculous. It was, it was awful. I was lucky uh, to get the flight at a decent price to get to Indy, um, but I mean it got so bad, guys, that the, the government literally stepped in and was like, "Make sure that you report this and get reimbursed for all of your yeah. charges." Like we heard from Biden, we heard from Transpo Secretary Buttigieg. Uh, of course, Bernie Sanders was popping up about this, talking about how uh, how when they bailed out Southwest, they gave him like seven billion dollars, and the suits spent five point five like by like just handing it to shareholders, basically. Um, so it was a really bad look for them. Like I I agree with kind of what Cameron said. Like I think that 
they're going to be fine. Like th- this is, there were people being like, Oh, I don't know how Southwest recovers from that. Like they'll be fine. Yeah. Like, it's, it's corporate America. They're going to be totally fine. I mean, um, they literally and, have an, a monopoly on the South on traveling to the Southwest. Correct. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's in the name. Yeah. And um, I love, I don't know about you guys, but I love just having a boarding number and just finding my seat. Like I, no I much that. prefer that than having like a specific seat having to get to like which is which is fun which is funny because like in terms of like going to the movies would you be the opposite of that no the thing about the rather have like would you rather have your assigned seat at the movies as opposed to back in the day where like you just you just bought a ticket and then just had to get whatever seat was available? yeah no i think the thing about the movies that i like um with the reserve system is that because there's so many trailers uh, and like because I go so often I don't have to sit through them every single time right um, I that's why I like about the reserve system is I can you know get there two minutes before the movie itself actually starts and my seat is still saved for me um, I could never do that you don't do that no god no I go and I sit there through all the trailers I don't even care if I've seen them all ten times yeah like, I like watching the trailers I don't, it's, it's even less about watching the trailers and part of me and nothing against you, Cameron, but it's like, I don't want to be that guy that's walking across also the, that, sc- yes, the screen. Uh, we all don't like that guy. Yeah, it, while like there's trailers going on and, and whatnot. And, well, I always like, get I never get seats right in the middle. I always get them off to the side because I don't like walking by people. Now, like, just Cameron, though, imagine if you did this and missed out on experiencing the trailer for playing in a theater. Okay, uh, did you guys see the reviews for that movie? They're not terrible. It currently has a 68 on Metacritic. Yeah, it's not terrible. Um, 68. That's it. It's it's interesting. Well, maybe you could pick it uh, later on today. So, <laughs> wait, um, is that what we're doing today? Oh my god! No one. This man does not check the text messages. Wait, is that really what we're doing? <laughs> oh, we we're an hour uh, 30 in, so I didn't realize we were doing. Yeah. Well, well, let's wrap up the refund. Oh my god! Shit! It. I didn't know um, this. So, I don't think you text him. Yeah, I, I did. Think you just text no, me. No, I said I said it in the group chat. You uh, did. I did. Or who's he talking to now? You. I'm talking to you. No, he's, talking, oh. he's looking at apparently a like documentation of his text. I was looking for my phone. Wall. No, it was um because that was when I said like, hey, I, I I wanted to throw this out there. I think we should do this, and then Joel was like, uh, first episode back, immediately throwing out the new format. Okay. We we had a little back and forth about how we were gonna make it work. Um, you never responded, but I sent it to you. Oh, okay. I didn't. I didn't realize you <laughs> sent that today. Yeah. Well, it was no. I didn't send it today. I sent it like a week ago. Like, oh. We set the date for this. Oh, whoops. Okay. Well, fine. that's that's cool. Well, you could just pick a bunch of the stuff that you picked last year that didn't. Come <laughs> I know. Out. Fine. So. Wait. Who has first pick? <laughs> Uh, well, let's uh, let's just wrap yeah, up the refund. There yeah, yet, let's wrap up the refund portion of it. Well, he's gonna list. check. He's gonna check out for this last part so he can start prepping. Yeah, so, I didn't know we were doing this. Um, uh, so it sounds like that uh, that I'm the only one that would be requesting a refund on this. Um, and I expected that because I do acknowledge how important air travel is. I request uh, a week a, a ref a refund a refund <laughs> on my specific week. Yes, on our specific journeys, yes. I would, yeah, absolutely. But air travel as a whole, I probably overshot on that one. But you know what? I don't care. They, 
they were not good to a lot of people and honestly the customer service behind it wasn't great as well from uh, their corporate aspects next time just give honestly next time just give me my bag i wouldn't have had a problem at all just give me the bag it's my shit i know it's here just give it to me um joelle you, you're not refunded on on this right no i mean i definitely think like you said it's very much it's more the experience than it is the uh the actual whole thing about airlines so. yeah no i was uh I, like i said i was shooting for the stars uh, but it's our first one go for broke um but all right uh so that is our refund portion um we'll see how like that was our first one doing it this way we'll see how it fluctuates over the next couple episodes it'll be just like when we did first start the show we'll we'll iron this out perfectly in very due time uh but uh what we're gonna do next and golly joel if i overstep with how i explain this part as well please feel free to to cut in but at the basically every episode now is gonna like i know you don't want me to use the word segment like what would you call this this part that well we're like that's kind of what i'm going with like before like we- I don't think we necessarily need to even tell anyone. Like, we could just say, all right, so now we're moving into this. Okay. You know, like, it's just, like we've kind of told you guys, there's a new format. You're, you'll probably pick up on some kind of patterns. If you do, cool. If not, that doesn't really, it doesn't really matter. Like, okay. the refund aspect is there and everything else around it is just going to kind of be like, you'll, you'll, you'll either pick up on it or you won't. So. Okay, perfect. Then I'm just going to go right into it. One of our most popular episodes uh, that we did last year, and then uh, well, we've done it twice now. This will be the third time around, except now it's just going to be tagged on at this one. We do our movie draft, where uh, we each will go and pick five movies, and we're trying to build the best roster of movies based on their Rotten Tomato scores at the end of the year. Um, I'm going to go over the results from 2022 because i don't know if you guys even remember all the stuff that you picked uh, one person absolutely uh slaughtered this competition um so we're gonna go in reverse order so i'm going to read off the percentages Boo. and the movies um oh i gotta build up to the winner so um so in third place was cameron yeah cameron had cameron had babylon which is at 55 percent don't worry, darling. Thirty-eight percent. The Northman, eighty-nine percent. Killers of the Flower Moon did not come out, and Mission Impossible Seven did not come out. <laughs> so we took those uh. three numbers. We took those numbers, divided them by five. Your your percentage for the year was thirty-six point four percent. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah, it's a rough. That's hour. rough. Uh, in second place, uh, we have myself. Um, I had Lightyear. At seventy four percent, I had Spider Man Across the Spider Verse Part One, did not come out. Uh, I had Thor: Love and Thunder, at sixty four percent. I had She Said at eighty seven percent, and I had Nope at eighty two percent. Now, Cameron, I know like we struck out a couple times here with movies that didn't come out. It wouldn't have mattered. Like these these other movies could have come out, and we I don't think we still would have won. Yeah, because. In first place, we have Joel, and this is honestly is a Hall of Fame performance by him. Uh, Joel, oh my, uh, my uh, rounded up percentage was sixty one point four. By the way, uh, Joel, he had the Batman at eighty five percent. He had everything, everywhere, all at once at ninety five percent. He had the Fablemans at ninety three percent, 
Top Gun Maverick at 96%, and Turning Red at 95%, bringing his total to 92.8%. Yeah, it's pretty. It's like pretty honestly, the children, children, it, the children are back. You have to. We have to cheer for this performance. Like we really have. It's to. very strong showing. Like, well, give, well done, I, my friend. A quick acceptance speech. Listen, I botched the first year, but we back. <laughs> we back. Yeah. Um, so I won the first year. Uh, Joel shouts, won the shouts to year. Thunder Force, yep. whose shoulders we stand on today. <laughs> I forgot about that movie. Um, no, dude. Like honestly, like what a performance. Like it's just just impressive all around impressive um so and now i get punished why, why do you get punished for that because now i, I get the third pick oh do you want to yeah i mean that's I get, a, no no that's how sports works okay that's, it if makes that's sense. how you want because i was going to give you the first pick for winning but if you would rather oh, i thought you said we were going to go in reverse order oh you meant you were going to count it down i meant count order. yeah i meant counting oh. this down reverse order. How, well how did we do it last year did the winner get to go I first? Think, uh, uh yeah yes i went I think first winner should year. go first yeah yeah i would agree okay. i think that should be your prize for winning yeah this that would first yeah i agree but um, all right just remind me guys if you don't remember uh that's fine did we snake this or just go one two three one two three one two three i think we snaked. i think we snaked I think we yeah did. i think we I'm did pretty sure so, we snake so we'll snake it again um this is a, such a hard first pick because there are literally so many movies that i could feel comfortable yeah there's first. there's well i think some... i think the hard part the hard part now is picking something that you know is going to come out because <laughs> we got burned real bad last year yeah <laughs> so like I I was doing a little research yesterday and today and I was like there's a lot of stuff on here that I'd love to pick but I am nervous about yeah. it coming out potentially. Um so yeah, Joel, by all means, you get the first pick. Go for it. All right. This is you could you guys can read me like a book. Yeah, I know. First overall. Oppenheimer. I already started typing it, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Damn. Yep, I knew you were going here. Um, and it, like I said, even even as confident as I am in that movie, that was hard to pick. Yeah, absolutely. Like, because there's no guarantees with any of this. Like, not at all. Um, okay, uh, so I'm next. Uh, I want to make sure I get this name right uh, for this one. This is gonna be a. Uh, this is gonna be an interesting choice, um, especially considering his most recent project wasn't the most beloved. <laughs> I'm going to go with Asteroid City. Golly. Oh, man. <laughs> that's uh, that's Wes's next movie. Yeah, that is. And that, that that cast is crazy. Like, I was reading through that earlier, trying to, like, see. Like, it's rumored to come out in the summer, but uh, we don't have a hard Yeah, we'll see if it comes out. So. Yeah, I, I'm not. It's not a guarantee. That's for sure. All right. Uh, go ahead, Cameron. I'm going to go with Barbie. Ah, damn it. I knew he was going to go with Barbie. Yeah. I mean, he had to, right? He I, had to, yeah. I, I, Oppenheimer off the table, Cameron's going to pick Barbie. Yeah. I, yeah, I knew he was going to do so that. So Barbie is my number one, and I think the number two is pretty obvious to you guys. Is it? I, th- I, I don't I don't think any of this. Uh, Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning. Oh, he's running it back, <laughs> running it back. Yeah, 
wanted it back. I think I was really hoping that was gonna fall. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was... mean, but it sucks because this year you know it's coming out. Like yeah, oh yeah, it can't. Yeah, it won't. It won't get delayed again. Yeah, um, I don't know. Like, obviously, Top Gun was amazing, and you know, I know that was his name, Joseph Kroniski or whatever, uh, the director Kaczynski. of it. Krasinski. Krasinski. Um, no, not no, John not Krasinski. not Krasinski. No, Krasinski. Yeah, John Krasinski. Yeah. Um, I know that he's technically the director. Um, I think that McQuarrie uh, did a lot of directing underneath the table. Um, you think so? I think so. Uh, I think that there was a lot that went underneath the table uh, for his work on that movie that's not being recognized because of guild rules. Um, mm. But especially after watching the video of Tom Cruise jumping into the the canyon over and over and over again, there's absolutely no way I can't pick that movie. No, totally fair. It's amazing. Um, okay. Uh, this might be a little high, but I think... I feel good about this. I'm gonna go with Dune Part Two. All right, that's a that solid pick. My next pick. Okay, good. That would be my next pick. So, yeah, that's a solid pick. I'm torn between two things here that could be pretty questionable. Eh, one of them is not really questionable. And I'm gonna go with that one. So I will be taking. Across the universe this year. What is that? Spider-Man across the universe. Oh, oh Spider-Man across Spider. Across Spider Verse. I said across the universe. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. I was like across Part the universe. Yeah. The the Beatles movie. Part one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was the Beatles. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Well, Joel, you get Solid the next pick. pick. There's no way that movie doesn't do well. Yeah, I was hoping I'd get it back. I know, which pick. is why I can't believe I'm doing this. But after this year's performance, I can I can take some risks here. And I'm picking the Super Mario Bros. Interesting. Oh, my damn it. Overall. Damn it. I was, that, I was that playing is that a one, very too. Interesting pick, yeah. Fuck. Um, damn. Second championship, here we come. <laughs> that was a great pick. Uh, yeah, I don't know where to go now. I have some ideas um let's see where was that one that i had marked before mm, no i'm not gonna go there it seems too mm, this is really difficult. it's hard because there, there's some great movies that look to be coming out in december but that's way too it's like uh, big yeah. Question yeah. Mark. yeah yeah huge question marks um yeah i mean hmm, man Ryan, just pick Dial of Destiny and move on. I, I you know what? It's I, I, I'm thinking about it. Um, oh my god, this is this is nerve wracking. Um, I did not think you were gonna go Super Mario. I really didn't think you'd go there yet. I thought you would hope that it would fall. Um, so now I'm I don't know what to do. Uh, okay. Um, Yeah, okay. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to take Elemental. Ah, oh, damn. All right. That's a good pick. 
Yeah, thank you. Well, I think my it pick is super like easy. Transformers: Rise of the Beast. That. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, no, man, I was really hoping, man. Um. I'm gonna go Killers of the Flower Moon. <laughs> I was thinking about that one here too. I'm surprised that I, that fell. Um, I'm happy about that. Ah, oh, this next one's hard. Well, it's your move, so go for it. Oh, man. Alright, I feel like this one is going to be... Oh, good. No, I don't think I want to go with it. No, I'm not going to go with <laughs> it, actually. Um, if, I got one circled, and if it gets picked, I'll be really sad. Alright, I'm going to go with the one that I have a feeling is going to do very well. Uh, and that's going to be Creed 3. Wow. That was probably going to be Bold. my next pick. Bold yeah. choice. I like it. MB, MB uh, yeah, Michael B. Yeah. Jordan, first, uh, first time in the director's seat. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, I have to do this. It's in character for me to do it. I was thinking about taking it uh, with my last pick, but I have to take it here. I'm taking Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Yeah, figured. Hmm. I'm in a predicament here. So what happens if you choose a movie back? and they just cancel it? <laughs> you what do you mean? Like it's just oh, if it's oh like, just, like a just like a Batgirl yeah. situation. Oh, I, I will just put that as a nice zero again for you. I feel like that should be negative. Honestly, that's a good point. I'm really curious where you're going to go here. I have back-to-backs, and this is my four and five, correct? Yeah. yeah, this is it. I think I know what two movies... I know there's one. I know you want to pick it, but I don't know if you feel confident okay. enough to do it. Again, I'm going to go a little bold this year. Mm-hmm. Just after such a strong performance, I think that's okay. Yep. It's like directing something like uh, The Post and then directing Ready Player One. Mm. Um, so I'm going to pick... Which one do I want to pick first? Let's start with Ant-Man. Really? Okay. No, Ant-Man's going to smack. Yeah. The reason I'm picking that is because this is with Kang and everything. Like, I really think this is going to be like, okay, Marvel's either Marvel's back or it's like, ah, it's just the same stuff again. We're back. And for my last pick, this is, I think, even more of a risk than uh, than Super Mario Brothers. But he's got a solid track record. I'm going to go with Bo is Afraid See, because that trailer. That's a good pick. I was going to yeah, go with I that, that for. Trailer. I was going to go with that for my number four. But. The thing is, it'll be. I think critically, it'll do well. And you but know it, and you know it's going to come. I out, think so. it's. I think it's going to be super polarizing. That's my thing. Exa- that's what I'm worried about. That's what I'm worried about. But, yeah, I don't like, know. Yeah, I, I'm definitely going to be there for their for that opening night. But as far as picking it, between because it was between Bo's Afraid or Creed Three for my fourth movie, and I feel like Creed Three. Well, like I said, that was going to be my next choice until you scooped it up. Yeah. Very excited for it but. though. Right, that trailer Ryan. was cool. Uh, hold on. What does this say? 
Okay. Wait, um, wait, Joel, don't you have another one? No, he's done. We're only wait, five what he? What was the two he chose? He did Ant Man. Oh, then, that's uh, right, Ant Man. That's right. Already forgot about it. <laughs> there's one. There's <laughs> one. There's one that I want to take, but the most recent article I saw said it, well, it's not scheduled till fall 2023, and we are really pushing up it. If I yeah, if I this second that. half of even Dune two, man, God. I'm pissed. Yeah. I, I'm that was what a great you, pick, but it is risky. Yeah, super risky for um, for Dune. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a there's a good chance that one doesn't make it. Yeah. Um, but I think if it does, it's going to be an absolute powerhouse. Oh man, I I have one that I. <sighs> but Club Two, baby. Should I just do it? Eighty for Brady. Just do it, dude. Eighty for Brady. <laughs> yeah. no. Oh, I'm in that. I'm in that movie. Are so. you really? Uh-huh. Uh huh. I can't wait. Yeah, to he's watch eighty. It. Uh, all right. You know what? I'm gonna do it. Um, this is gonna be. Oh no, I, I don't know what to do. Um, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go with Maestro. All right. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Uh, I don't know if that movie's coming out this it's year. It's on the short list. It's uh, <clears throat> I I mean it's it's t- it's gonna be tough. Uh, I I have the most volatile group for sure. All right. Now here, so here's where we're at. Where I'm, I'm I have the last pick, and there are a lot of big ones left. Right? There's the color purple. Yeah. Which you know could be a mm-hmm. massive hit those those december movies were there's wonka to up. which yeah, like paul king his track record so far is flawless um but again it's december and you know um and but with both of those two you have to keep in mind like remakes are tough you know and i know wonka is a it's not a remake but it's still it's it's a property people know which tends to be polarized. You've got correct Little Mermaid, which oh, you want to talk about polarizing? Yeah, I know. I, I yeah, that's that's that the was main a, that was a thinking. stay away. You've that got, was a stay away. So then you've got Napoleon, right? Ridley Scott's new movie, I and saw the, I saw the last too. duel did really well, but uh, House of Gucci not so much. Um, you've got Knock at the Cabin, which that, looks good. I, you know what? That looks good, but, but after it's our night. experience with old, after our experience with old, you just you just and can't, you can't buy. Anything. I'm going simply for Dave Bautista. Absolutely, hundred percent. You've got Cocaine Bear. I I, I always which it, honestly I considered it. Yeah, which looks you know possibly really so good. Mu- so much fun. You've got sixty five. That's gonna that's gonna which be so much fun too. could you know could be great. You've got. Dungeons and Dragons. I mean, Joel. Joel mentioned it earlier. I'm stunned you didn't pick Indiana Jones. I really thought you were gonna do it. That just me? shows. That just yeah, you. That just shows me that you you're coming to play. I. I'm worried. I really want the movie to be good. Yeah. You know, but you got. John Wick Four. John Wick Four. Yeah, John Wick Four. You've got Scream. Yeah, you got Scream. You got Redfield. It's a loaded year. You got Evil Dead Rise. 
He, I like that you're skipping all the DC movies when you're doing this. What DC? Oh, Flash. Yeah. <laughs> there's four. There's four of them <laughs> coming out. I don't year. even know if they're gonna come out. That's the thing. There's there's Shazam, Fury of the Gods, Blue Beetle, The Flash, and Aquaman: The Lost Kingdom, or whatever. They're all supposed yeah. to come out this year. Is Blue Beetle really gonna come out this year? Though? Um, they had a sc- they had know. a test screening for it, so I think there's a chance it does. Um, you got the Meg did you, did you- two. You got Gran Turismo. Cameron, can I ask you a question before you pick? Yeah. If we had done this before Megan had come out, would you have picked Megan? Oh, a- absolutely. But that was cheating because, again, I saw the right. I saw the test screen. Right. I knew yeah, the well, moment fair. I saw that I movie, it was going to be a massive hit. Yeah, I remember you saying that. Like, I... I <laughs> I knew it was going to be big. They were projecting, literally, they they were projecting seventeen to twenty million. I told I I told everyone I know. I said, "There's no way that thing doesn't make thirty million in its opening weekend." Yeah. Joel, he was adamant the night that he told us told me and Eric about. It. He was adamant like that movie. Oh, he texted us smack. I remember him telling me about this. Cameron, can I ask you yeah. a question? Are you ever going to pick something? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with something I think is pretty safe. Um. And that's going to be Challengers. Challengers? What is that? Challengers is the... Um, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. The guy who did Bones and All, Luca Guadagnino or whatever. Um, he did Bones and All. He did um, uh, Call Me By Your Name. Uh, mm, Challengers okay. is his tennis, uh, his tennis film with Zendaya. My oh fight. okay it's all coming together now so that's 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 what I, i've got and i don't know if that movie's going to come out i have a feeling it will and i think it'll probably be pretty good i think that um i think lock it in all five of joel's movies are definitely coming out this year what were so can lock we go it. through all everyone's sure. choices yeah so so joel went oppenheimer spider-man across the spider-verse part one the super mario bros movie Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, and Bo is Afraid. We'll know uh, about Joel's movies, like his... Soon. After, all five, within the seen, first... We've seen trailers. Yeah, we've seen trailers for all his five movies, of his movies. I think already. the latest movie that comes out is... Is Oppenheimer. Yeah. Yeah. July. Yeah. July. So he's going to be, he's gonna be locked in. Locked in yeah. early for this okay. one. Um, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this out there now. This has nothing to do with the competition. Whether I come in first or last, I'm going to predict a minimum of an 86 overall for me i like that okay 86 shoot not shoot can, low after your last can i make a petition uh petition yeah can we use uh metacritic this year instead of uh rotten tomatoes oh you're gonna do that after we draft you're gonna throw that out there i mean i didn't Ooh. think it would change much but Ooh, uh joel what do you think about that i don't care because i think all review sites suck mm. i'm just saying you know you know what you know what i'm gonna say uh-huh. Why don't you why don't you win this year and then we can switch to Metacritic <laughs> if you win. <laughs> All right. Yeah. That now you got the stakes are high for you. Um Ryan Ryan comes in last but would have come in first with Metacritic. <laughs> uh, um, that yeah, would be they're that, they're I would, that opposite. I, I would deserve it if that happened. Uh speaking of my picks, I did Asteroid City, Dune Part Two, Elemental, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, and Maestro. There's a real good shot I only get two of these to come out this year. Wait, what was the first one? asteroid city yeah who knows man i think asteroid city dune part two and maestro could all they could get all pushed. be pushed then, yeah yeah uh, yeah and i i'd just be sitting there like well, i mean <laughs> okay yeah. 
I would rather pick these and get a shot in the dark than hey, be you like, know oh, what? Man, yeah. I, sh- I sure hope the flash gets above eighty percent. Like, I wouldn't want that. Um, and then Cameron, I like your list. I think I don't know where you went so far off the board with the with the fifth one. I literally still don't know what it is, but your other picks are good. Um, you went Barbie, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning Part One, Killers of the Flower Moon, Creed Three, and Challengers. Your first four are definitely going to come out this year, I think. Um, because I'm, I would have to assume that Killers of the Flower Moon are, is going to come. Oh out yeah, this there's year. no way it doesn't. Yeah, after getting pushed last year. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's the 2023 movie draft. Uh, best of luck to all involved. I think we'll, Joel's uh, is we'll the safest. Tasks. Ryan's is the most ambitious, but high risk, high reward. And I think mine, just looking at it, except for challengers, I think I have mine would be the winner as of just right now. <laughs> Wait, Did you I'll say the <laughs> same thing last year? He said it the year before that, too. You never learn, do you? Well, when will you learn? <laughs> it's all right. I won this year. What are you? You didn't know. What? You didn't know. No, I'm you saying had... this year, it's like the one we're doing. Oh, well, you haven't won it yet. Well, I'm just hoping... Imagine if Barbie gets, like, a seven. Cameron, not only did you have two movies that didn't come out last year, you had the two lowest rated ones of the ones that did come out as well. What what were the two? (laughs) It was Don't Worry Darling. What was the other one? Yeah, and Babylon. Yeah, but that's dumb. (laughs) It's what happened, though. Because they're wrong. I'm sorry. Let me say this really quick. I mean, I'm excited for Babylon... Let's be real here. You'll I'm like probably Babylon. gonna enjoy it. There's like, a lot of like I, there's a lot of discourse around it right now, but at the same time, those are both very much movies that like just scream Cameron. That's like, yeah, of course he's gonna pick these. And of course he's gonna say that these movies deserve. To yeah, keep, Cam- like, Cameron. No, I, I won't. Saw, def- I, had... I won't defend. Don't worry, darling. I think Don't Worry, no. Darling was fine. I think the bad reviews it got were a little bit overstated, but sure, that Babylon, I just don't know where people are coming from with that one when i watched it i already knew why i wasn't gonna like it but at the same time i knew exactly why you loved it yeah. while i was watching it i could tell like i mean to be fair uh, that movie could have ended after like the first scene and that camera would have been like man giselle man such an artist and you know what the first scene is i can't go into detail because i don't want to talk yeah about i mean i think i've seen it but i i mean i you, I mean, you love his. Movies, I get. So. See, here's the thing. I get why that movie has mixed. I, I get why people don't love it, but I don't understand I don't under, the bad I reviews. Un, I don't understand. I don't understand why the reviews are so low. I yeah. I, I don't, legitimately really don't get it. it. It doesn't make sense to me. There have been bad movies that have come out that like, are, like I'm like, yeah, but this I don't understand how someone watches this and goes, oh, it's bad. I can see them going, hey, it's a little over long. Yeah, I feel that. I, it is, yeah, it is. But, like, to watch that movie and just be like, they call it, like, when people call it a mess, I'm like, what are you talking about? This thing is so meticulously crafted. What do yes, you mean it's a mess? That. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, that's. I, 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 we'll save that discussion for another yeah. time after Joel's seen it. Yeah, definitely. Because I, I can't wait to hear Joel's opinion on it. Um, Why? You, you weren't excited to hear my, my opinion. opinion. Well, I of course I was excited to hear your opinion, but uh, oh, now you say that. But like I know Joel really uh, admires Chazelle in the, in the same way I do. So. Oh, because I'm not smart enough. I get it. Ryan, <laughs> Ryan, he went. He went to UC. I went to UC. I, I remember. Yeah, I saw. I saw the final cut. Um. All right, fellas. No, I'm uh, pretty sure he used Premiere. That's that's um. <laughs> that's uh. 
that'll wrap things up here for the first episode of phase two how are we feeling after that one uh, yeah it's good stuff oh i was gonna say hungry but i was actually thinking about getting uh, some ice cream i gotta here. get gas get gassed or get gas <laughs> yep okay yeah both of those work for you uh where are you going well, it was going to go to Sam's Club, but this took too long. I'm sorry. I went to Costco today, and gas was 407 That was amazing. What food it's... are you going to get while you're out getting gas? Uh, I thought about getting food, but I'm not going to. Wow. Wow. What a yeah. year. What a year already it is. I Full know. of surprises. I cannot wait to take you to Taco Bell. You want You want to go with me? Yeah, I'm going to go with you to Taco Bell. Okay. I mean, I said it's going to be a year where I'm going to – be Show more ambitious with, be more ambitious with my food i'm just gonna get a chicken quesadilla if we go after breakfast <laughs> yeah. so um you i will not eat the beef at taco bell i will just say that outright i just why i just why I don't like, I, because it's not no you know i don't eat beef really so if i'm gonna venture off and eat more beef this year i would, would like it to be just a little bit better i'm sorry i i'm sorry I apologize. The way, the way Cameron talks about movies, you talk about food, and it angers me. I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm you gonna come try, off I, so pretentious I'm, with your food. I'm, gonna try I'm just above be Taco Bell beef. I didn't just, <laughs> if I'm going to put things in my body, I want it to be of quality. Shut the hell up. Yeah. I mean, okay. I said I was sorry. I apologize. I'm going to try and be you better You pissed me off year. enough with the, I already barely eat beef. Shut up. I'm eat gonna, a steak. I'm going to try and be better this year. We went to friggin' Smokehouse. Eric got steak in the form of a massive pasta. <laughs> he did, and he didn't even like it. And Ryan got like a, got a, it was a chicken got a sandwich. sandwich. It was like a chicken sandwich, yeah. It was oh, good. Oh, God. It was good. Meanwhile, I'm over here with my freaking steak and two sides of mushrooms. <laughs> Eric got that soupy pasta that he just hated so much. It was really funny. It was an oh. interesting choice. Yeah. Honestly, we could just eat the bread there and be very happy. So, mm -hmm. um, All right, guys. Uh, anything else before we get out of here? No. All right, uh, then, Joel, do you want to just do the uh, tell everybody where they can find us and take us home? Yeah, folks, you know where exactly where you can find us because we're in the exact same spots at RefundPod on Instagram, Twitter. Cameron, he said, New Year, New Me. I'm going to be tweeting so much from the, the, the Twitter account of the show. I'm really excited to get that Twitter account going again. I was like, Cameron, bud, you do you, man. I'm proud of you no matter what. Um, Instagram, I know we've been kind of dead on there, but we're going to keep that going soon. Um, we, took a little, posting, we took a little uh, break, and we deserved yeah. it. Yeah. We're going to start posting some of our Comic-Con clips. I know that's been more than a month now since we went to that, but we had other stuff that we wanted to get out, and we're going to start releasing those clips here soon. Um, if you haven't already, go check out our YouTube. We just released the documentary-ish thing that we did. Uh, so that was a lot of fun to put together. Very much done in jest, Ooh. so we had a good time with that. Um, like Ryan said, this is our first episode of the new format, and much like with the original show, there's a little bit of growing pains. We had to figure things out. How are things going to work? How is it going to flow? We're going to get this figured out because we've already done a show before. Mm -hmm. So I'm really excited. I had a good time today. Hell yeah. I think you guys had a Me good too. time today It was as well. just good to catch up. It's been a minute. Exactly. Um, so I'm looking forward to where this is going to go from here. Next week you'll find out who's asking for a refund and what they're asking for. But until then, we'll see you folks next week. Love you guys. I'm not a woman, 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 I'm not